three minutes of playtime. Hey, everybody, this is Podcast for We, a podcast for us as well as a podcast for you, you fucks. We're doing our end of the year podcast where me, Kevin, your host, and also Ever, your, your other host, we're just talking about the top 10 fucking things that we've seen for 2020, the shit year that it is. Well, I had nine. You did not just put nine. Just fucking add something. That's all you have to do. You can't yeah, have nine. I swear I poured over this fucking thing. You put a Queen's Gambit in there or something like that. That's all you I have did. to do. It's in there. Shit, that's sad, dude. You can't just do nine. You got to do ten. Fucking put something in there. How about, how about Justice League Dark Apocalypse? Did you watch that? You did. Oh, that came out this year, huh? Put that ten. There, done. Just okay. fucking do it. <laughs> Just so we can match up because it'd be stupid. Check it. I want to do something real quick. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about what we've seen. That's either movies or uh, TV shows. And next year we'll do games too. We'll fucking add that in there. And then we'll call it the top 10 engagements. You know, like what, what got that's us what engaged. Yeah. And then this time, and this time, I think that both games, videos, and shows I have a book just set aside and I'll do the average out, you know, so we can go back to what we thought was good. So when you say a, a top 10, I'm like, why is it top 10 when you rated this fucking thing higher? Just saying. Oh, shit. Well, anyways, let me talk about real quick before I go over top 10 last week. So I figured out why I couldn't get my averages down. Like my, my phone does this weird thing where it doesn't do numbers right. So I add, 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 add. And when I go to divide, it reverses it. So like the number comes it, yeah, it doesn't refer it, like, so basically you should get 50. That's your average. If you're perfect, it goes opposite. So it goes into some weird fucking number instead okay. of doing 50 divided by five, it will do five divided by 50. And that I was like, and as I'm talking to you and trying to get it done in real time, I'm like, what, why is it? <laughs> and these aren't like even numbers. You know what I mean? Like I'm doing 9.5, 9.6. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And I'm trying to figure it out as we're talking. So I did, I did the math with the actual calculator, not my phone calculator, but, but that now I know that the, the problem is I could, I could just adjust it on the fly with my phone, but I just, I didn't know it was doing that. So well, I'm an I idiot. Could, what I could make for us is a, a little Excel spreadsheet that you would have in the corner of your screen. And then you That's cool. But I got a template now. Oh, there you go. I got a book. It's fucking hardcore. Well, next time uh, you would just type in the numbers and it would spit it out. That's true. You. But I got a book. Okay. It's hardcore. <laughs> I'm doing a book. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So for, for Mandalorian, out of all your numbers, it all evened out to eight. You gave Mando season two an eight, a solid eight. I thought that was pretty good. But then I looked at my score and what brought brought it down lower than yours was even though I gave it tens, is the score. I low I rated the score to the or the sound and all that down to a six. And that brought everything down to 7.9. So you rated Mandalorian season two higher than I did. By a by a tenth of a point? Yeah. Well so we're pretty good then. You said seven point nine. Yeah. That's I know, but good. like, I mean, fuck, you know? I mean you shit. If you decided- I thought it'd be higher. <laughs> I, I was like, fuck, man, the score really brought it down, you know, like a lot by, by, by 0.1. But I mean, it didn't hit uh, that eight. I think eight's a good solid. For number. Mandalorian season two? Yeah. <sighs> man, now season but, okay. one, I'd be surprised if we rated season one the same or lower. We would, it would be lower because we're not watching it again. It's that rewatch. 
That's everything. I'm watch- I've watched it. I think I've watched it like three of or course. four times now. Yeah. Of course. I watched it the one time, then I watched it again. That was it. Oh. The only time I'll probably watch it again, maybe, is next year. Well, maybe the year after, if they come out with season three, and I had time to let it rest, and then I'll watch all of them in one go. I think that's what I'll do. What was the other um, thing you read? It was Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> how did that one come out so that came out at you rated it at 6.8 okay that was yeah. solid and i gave it a 3.4 i think that's good because the mandalorian kind of hit me at all the different categories of course Tenet, of course Tenet was a lot narrower oh, uh, yeah. the, the 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 pleasure centers that it hit Funny you should say that. Yeah, it is narrow because, okay, so with, it's funny, let's get, it's like the, we're rehashing last cast. So you're giving Mandalorian eights and nines on pretty much everything, right? And Tenet, you are hitting like nine at one thing and then lower numbers on others. So it's like, that makes kind of sense. I hit, I hit it at 3.4 because I rated a lot of things lower. Yeah, it's like an RPG, you know. What armor do you want? Do you want one that only does one thing really good, you know, that has one stat or really covers higher, all around? Yeah. yeah. But, okay, but there is something I want you to do for this podcast. It'll be great. So, okay. all right, so get up. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> so check it out. Can you get a piece of paper? You said so you a piece. Like, oh, you know. Come on, words. Like how big? All right. Like this. So when you you could post it like that. Okay, I can. So do you can see like the. That. So you can, you know what I mean? All right, and then you gotta fold it. That's important. Oh fuck. Okay. So you can fold it. That's important. You do this origami shit. Yeah, I know. I know. It'll be fun. Don't worry. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Folded now, it. without showing the camera or the people. I want you to fold the paper, and on the front, I want you to guess what what movie or show that I put at number one. Oh, okay. Just put oh. that there. I'm going to put yours. Ouch. Don't show it. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to remember. Uh, fuck. Okay, got it. Oh my god! You don't have the list with you. I mean, shit. This kind of works if you have the list. With no, you. I have my list with me, but okay. I, I oh, you're guessing know. mine. You're guessing I'm mine. Guessing yours, yeah. Oh shit! I forgot that part. <laughs> How is this on you right now? No, but I, so check I, it. I'm guessing this based on our conversations. Okay, so number one is written on the front, and inside, I want you to, in one word, describe why you think I like that movie. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of chess, so I've I've angled this this way. It could be hyphenated. <laughs> I just put one word. Okay, that works. That works. Well, it's because I kind of ran out of room as I was writing it because I'm stupid. All right, all right. That'll be, be fun afterwards, all right? Yeah, of course. It'll be fun <laughs> later on. Don't worry. This, this will be a funny thing to say. All right, cool. Let's do this. Without further ado, our top 10 picks of shit that we've seen of 2020. Now, granted, 2020 was a shitty year. There wasn't much shit going out. This is legit because I went back. What I did was I looked at every month of shit that came out. Both movies. And I watch a lot of shit. Both movies, uh, TV shows, and... Uh, uh anime 
I watch a religious amount of anime, so it's, it's fucking ridiculous. So, no, I don't. Maybe I, I say I that. Get a whole no, lot of anime in this year. Well, I went back to every single month to see what the fuck anime came out. <laughs> it's not looking good, and yeah, I don't sure. think anime made, made the list. All right, from number ten up, that's what we're gonna do. So, my number ten movie was Fat Man. I didn't watch that one. I know you didn't. So Fat Man is a movie about Mel Gibson being Santa Claus and someone, some some kid who's rich gets so pissed off that sends a, an assassin after him. It's fucking good. I noticed that in 2020, I watched a lot of indie movies and this is one of them. And it's a great movie. I strongly recommend it. Of my top 10, number 10, watch Fat Man. Trust me, Mel Gibson can't go wrong. All right. And of course, I know what your number 10 is. No, keep going. Because mine's kind of like a hodgepodge. I know what my number one is, and everything else is kind of just random. No, no, no. You got to go number 10. We're going 10 for 10. We got to go one on one. All right. So my number 10 would be that Justice League uh, Dark Apocalypse movie. Then. It was pretty fucking good, right? It was It was pretty good. Was they pretty reset good. the good. whole universe and everything. Yeah. Um, the animation was good. The The story, uh, um, you kind of had it, some It got to where it needed to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and in the end, it wasn't all just about Superman, but you know there mm. was other characters in there too. I like that too because like usually Superman reigns supreme or Batman, they kind of reign supreme within these shows, but they really made all these other characters shine. Like Constantine, like gives a fuck, right? Yeah, I they I, made- I, didn't, I I did not regret the purchase, so I bought it. But I uh, but and I'm a huge Superman fan. I did regret. Not regret, but it was kind of Man of Tomorrow. Uh, no, Man of Tomorrow was was good too. Wasn't but, it? But I would put I would put uh, Dark Apocalypse above it. Yeah, me too. I liked Man of Tomorrow. It was a really good movie. But and Red Sun, I liked Red Sun quite a bit. But I did like Dark. I don't know. I just liked it more. It really because I follow. I actually followed that universe, even though I begrudgingly hated a lot of the movies. It was pretty good that they tied up quite a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. And there was a lot of good moments between uh, Wonder Woman and Robin and fucking Nighthawk or Night fucking Wing. They seemed to fit in character for what that universe had been building. Exa- yeah, exactly. Not, it not really did anything that was out of character. And there was some callbacks. I mean, and it was, it was good. Oh, and it wasn't woke either. It wasn't, there's was no woke bullshit. I mean, like Wonder Woman started, but that's cool. You can accept it because it's Wonder Woman. That was good. So, all right. Uh, all right. Number nine, I picked Soul. Oh, you put that down, huh? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, you watch yeah. a lot of shit, though. Yes, I do. And it's true. And what I did was I put a list of all the shit that I watched that I liked. And I went, what I did was I go, do I like this more than this? Do I like this? And I just kept doing that. That's how right, I came right, up with right. my list. It took me a while, but I didn't have patience for like three hours. So I had three hours to do this. <laughs> So yeah, Soul, I, I fucking loved. It was good. Um, it was a mo- movie about like life and w- what what you think you want. But like what I also liked, and I thought this is the theme of the year, is subvert. It subverted my expectations. I, I really thought it was a story. It was going to be a story about a guy thinking he wanted to be famous, but in reality, he needs to be a teacher. But it wasn't. I thought they were going in that direction too, and I'm sure we'll dig into it more later. But um, Soul, I do have it on this list. Um, no, we're we'll gonna have to talk about it during the other thing though. Okay, okay, okay. 
because of what you said. Okay. But no, it's, it's all, all right, good. all right, all right. What do you got for nine? The filthy rich documentary about Epstein, mm. dude. I've seen that, and you, uh, yeah. I think you're the one that told me about it. And, yeah, I watch it. I, I had seen it on there, and, and uh, damn, I mean, I think it was just worth watching, and and because it was a lot of it was a lot of it from the victim's point of view, and I yeah. don't think you'd seen that that much mm-hmm. going into it. You'd heard stories about like who he who he was affiliated with and all this, but this really put, you know, a, a, a more relatable level. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want anybody that I care about to be in any of those situations and, and really but he would get around look at this shit looking up at these motherfuckers doing this shit. Yeah, but it was clever how he would get people. He would get the chick and then he would get them to massage them for like a lot of money and then he would move. He would basically groom them and it was a pretty clever move really- and he used a woman to do it with him. So that was pretty hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird about that though? I didn't like it because it only showed his devious ways. And I was like, as I'm watching, I'm disgusted by this guy, right? And I'm like, I really do feel like there's more to this this than like just there's a reason why he's such a big deal. And it wasn't because he was raping kids. I mean, believe it or not, that happens quite a bit. There ain't no documentary about them. The only reason why he gets a documentary is why? Why is it? It's not because he's rich and raping. Because he's connected to people, yeah, and and so they made a documentary about just him and his devious ways, putting it just an eye on him. And I was like, "That's cool, but what makes him famous? What makes him famous than all other fucking rapists that are rich? Because it happens all the time. Well, because he's connected. I think that that would have spilled out if we had had, you know, a trial and all that. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe you know, twenty twenty, the year year of suicide murders you know yeah you're right you're right it, it would have been a thing i don't know man i just think if you were going to do a documentary it's like let's do a documentary about vader but let's only talk about his son you know like wait what about vader all There's the shit he did context yeah man. yeah what about all those other shit no no let's talk about his son right wait, what <laughs> he said vader anyways i, I kind of reversed that that's good that's good all right my number eight Bill and Ted's Face the Music. <laughs> I didn't watch that. You did? You it was good? I liked it a lot. Yeah, he did. I, I expected it to be shitty. Because like if you watch the first two, they're pretty terrible. But in the eye of the window of time, I guess they were good. Whatever. So you watch this one, right? And um, you don't even have to watch the other two. They kind of recap it. And what I like about this one is it subverts my expectations. And I even saw the twist at the end where it was like, you're going to make it the daughters, but it really did make it a thing where it was everybody working together. And it made sense. Like that would be the song to save the world because in the first two movies, I didn't Bill and Ted, Oh, well, Bill and Ted's move. I'm not going to spoil it, but Bill and Ted, the, their whole thing is they make one song that say unites the world. It makes us utopian society. In this movie, they make sense of that. And it works. In the first two movies, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, they just play really good music. And everyone's, like, blown away by it. But that's not why. And and you watch this movie, and they make it work. And there's, like, a, like all, there's all this other shit that happens. And there's a lot of real poignant mo- moments with, with characters that are developing that have already been developed. They're very dumb people. And 
it doesn't make sense that they saved the world. And like you figure maybe they got smarter, right? No, they're just as dumb. In fact, the future versions of them are dumb. But <laughs> but through that, they're able to do something that really is poignant and it works in the movie. And I thought the writing was really good for what they had. I mean, it's like I took shit and I made it into a fucking sandwich and it was tasty. Probably still not healthy for you, though. No, probably not healthy. Yes, you're right. Bill and Ted, <laughs> there's a million things you could have watched. But I mean, of my top 10 of this year, I basically picked movies that made me feel something. And that, that made me felt something. You know, between Soul and Fat Man. Whew. Go for it. What's your eight? Uh, the Old Guard. Mm. I knew you'd pick that one. Not for eight, but I knew you'd put that in your list. It was in my list too, but I took it out. Yeah, well, I guess I didn't watch that much this year, but um, I like yeah, the Old, like Old Guard. Old Guard was, uh, it, was a, it was a pleasant surprise. Like I knew I wanted to see it from the trailer, and then as I was watching it, I was like, "I'm about this. This is good." Yeah, this is working for me. It was good. We reviewed it too. Yeah, we did. I have no idea what it was, and I can't find that. I have three books, and I don't know what note I put it on. I didn't want to look. I... Next time, <laughs> I'll be more tidy. I have one book devoted to reviews, but yeah, <laughs> Olgar was good. Olgar was good. I liked it a lot. What's your seven? All right, All right number seven, Raised by Wolves. You know what? I saw that in my list of things that you know that that came out this year, but um, because I, I went to look at stuff, you know, in case I'd forgotten anything. I haven't seen that. That is a fantastic show. Uh, the ending was kind of stupid, but it was really good, and it's it's good because in each episode, I couldn't wait for the next episode, and that's what I liked it more than the other mo- things. Every fucking episode was a delight. The characters were awesome. They all worked the way they were supposed to. There is some kind of bad writing, but you could like kind of write that off because it kind of works itself out towards the end. And the special effects were amazing. If you like special effects, you would have loved this. Really, Scott's in it? Come on, man. He's not in it, but... He worked on it? What? He worked on it? Oh, fuck yeah. That's his baby. When you watch it, you can kind of tell... There's a lot of alien stuff. And like the way they show things, I was like, man, the artistry of this, you know, like if it, if anything, that's my Don Kirk. <laughs> is it scary? It looks good too. It is it looks scary? Really like good. A, is it like a horror horror show or something? Or? There's some horror in it, but it's not, it's not a scary show. It's not, that's not what it's designed for. It's more of a brain plexer, but I mean, it's, it's very, I, w- I wouldn't say superficial. These characters are deep. They're real. It works. And it's it's woke without trying too hard, you know. Like I mean, like it's it shows you something. I'm not like. Well, my number seven, I put soul at number seven. Oh, nice! I like it. Left the left an impression on me. Soul Uh, is better than all the movies you just mentioned so far, or shows. (laughs) Soul's good. In fact, it's number one material, but it's too soon. I'm not watching it again. Maybe. Uh, for me it's like uh, inside out i probably won't watch it again mm. for about six months but i'll still enjoy the shit out of it inside out that's who made it yeah that's pixar yeah oh, no but doctor but, yeah no the same director the yeah same yeah he, he made that and they made up yeah wally uh i think he did monsters inc also yeah, whatever. I'm just naming the shit that I liked a lot. <laughs> he did Monster Inc. You know what? No, 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 no. It's because I think of Monster University. Oh, oh yeah, no. Monsters Inc. is fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. At the very end, when you hear her say, 
like uh the monster's name not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. sully not sully but like uh, her her cute name her, for it yeah i thought oh and then it fades out you're like ah oh yeah it, it melts your heart it's really good all right uh let's see six the invisible man i didn't watch that one i know you didn't but i have to say <laughs> i watched a lot of shit this year let's just say invisible man that's a good horror movie it's a horror movie uh, with a twist with a scientific twist i mean there's a couple times where it's kind of like why can this happen but other than that i was like it it shocked me genuinely shocked me i'd probably watch it again and that's a horror movie i rate those so low and I, I really enjoyed it it was really well done and it was woke and it was okay i remember again, when it was more down, people were making comparisons to hollow man the kevin bacon one not even close not even yeah. close well, not comparisons like in quality, but they were just like comparing the, the story. But I mean, is, no. is there is there a comparison there? Hell fuck no. This is about abuse and liberation. Oh, shit. It's good. It's good. It's real fucking scary. Shit. And then when shit happens, you're shocked. You're like, I can't believe that happened. You know, and it's it's really scary. So it's really good. I, I give that I give that number six. I, I mean, fuck. My number six was Tenet. Oh, mm. did I ruin your number one thing? No. Oh, good. Yeah, my number six was Tenet. Um, I had to put it on this list. I saw it in the theaters. I bought it. Why not number one? No, I'm kidding. I've watched it twice, you know, and, and I still, you know, I still enjoy it. And I still think about it. it and, you know, I thought about it a lot, but not in like a life-changing way it was really more mm. of like a puzzle to put together i think if you watch primer you wouldn't even look at this movie yeah you keep talking about primer give me a fucking homework <laughs> list of shit to watch dude home primers there, there's so much shit out there that's so good you've never seen like it's good in, in a way you never it's like i don't know man it's like sitting on your hand and masturbating afterwards it's like a stranger you didn't even see that shit coming i can't believe this is happening all right, so let's see here. Number five. number five. I put Dr. Sleep at number five. Is that the one with Ian McGregor? Yeah, sequel to The Shining. Oh, okay. You liked it? I, yeah, I okay. One, The Shining was terrible. And uh, Dr. Sleep is fucking fantastic. It took something that was terrible, which now people don't really think it's terrible, but it took something I thought was terrible and made it really good. I mean, it was fucking terrifying. I generally felt for the characters. Everything worked to subvert my expectations. And then it ended beautifully. Like it ended. Everything worked the way it did. The characters were great. And it ended. And that was great. Check that one out. Oh, it's good. It's There's one part. Whew, it's hard to see. Hard to watch. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, my number five, Tiger King. Oh, nice. Tiger <laughs> King. That is epic. Yeah, that was... Uh, Why'd you put it there? You know, um, I don't know. <laughs> it was like, the, I, looked at, I looked at the ones around it. I mean, it was more shocked than anything, right? It oh, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't super clever. I remember when we talked about it way back. Um, I, I think we were talking about it with the guys. I don't know how. It was, I think it was right before you left. Maybe. um i don't think so it came out this year no, it's it gone out. this whole year yeah actually covid hit and this came out huh yeah um i don't i don't i don't it was just it was 
there's moments and there's talkable there, there's there's these buzz moments that you can kind of go back and be like whoa did you fucking see this thing and i guess viral right it yeah it made something i didn't think was good good you know what i mean like like that's not something you would watch that's not something like hey yeah i need to see this i mean there was movies like Doctor Sleep, Invisible Woman, Raised by Wolves, and you you watched Tiger King. You know what I mean? Like that's how good it was. Think about it. That's it really was. Good. It was more like smut, like uh, it was a train wreck. But it was, but a it good was one. just so interesting. It's like these mm-hmm. people are out there. Yeah. It's not like you're reading the Inquirer saying nah, that's bullshit. No, these fucking people are out there. What I liked about it is I thought <laughs> I thought. As the movie, as the, as the show's progressing, I thought Carol, whatever the fuck her name was, was normal. She was the normal right. one, and the way they posed it, when they when they when they did it, I was like, oh, everything she's saying sounds crazy. But I first, I was like, maybe maybe I'm not seeing it. I was like, it was, was kind of like Breaking Bad. They kind of they started her normal, yeah, and then they progressively got to the point where like, okay, where do you get off the the, the train? You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> she she's not paying her fucking workers and shit, and she's 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 abusing these tigers too, and she's like, yeah, that guy's a piece of shit for abusing his tigers. I abuse my tigers, good, you know. Like I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. All right, so uh, number four, Unhinged. That movie was spectacular. In fact, I will probably watch that again. And again and again. I need to watch it's, that. I saw I saw an interview, um, uh, Russell Crowe talking about it, and uh, he was talking about how when he read it, he didn't want anything to do with it, but that, but that he 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 really did end up liking the idea that that there could be some somebody like this out there. I like that. I like that a lot. And not just that, it's the absurdity of how bad he is. It's like he might as well have taken a lollipop out of someone's mouth and then ate it in front of them and go, I don't fucking like lollipops. Like, because that's how bad he was. He was just so bad and unreal. It was like dialed to 11, you know, how bad he was. Like, I don't know how close he was when he did the interview to the promotion of the film, you know. I don't know if he'll say the same thing five years from now because he looked like he was still carrying a lot of the weight from it. You know, he's one of those guys that gains the weight and loses the weight for the role. Well, yeah, that's real fucked up. Yeah. But he looked like, like this is Russell Crowe in real life. He wasn't <laughs> acting. It was him. I believed he was they that just, guy. They were just following him with a camera. <laughs> Dude, it was so good that I wanted a prequel of it. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Or maybe... Or maybe a sequel, like he fucked with somebody, creating another one. Because all it is is just some, he's having a bad day, he's fucking crazy, and somebody cuts him off. So he just goes crazy. I mean, he just goes crazy to levels I didn't even know exist. And he's not that bright. He's just crazy. It's it's good. It's not like he's crazy like, waka waka do. He was just like, (laughs) I'm going to fucking kill you. And then he (laughs) will stop at nothing. And he's not even that good at it, you know, that kind of thing. And then he's punching women and shit. It's fucking great. Dude, it's like, it yeah, dude, it's like un, it's like a movie. It's like falling down, gone south. You know, like he's not the everyman. He's the fucking like boogie. Yeah, falling man. down, you're you're kind of you're Kinda. sympathizing with them a little bit about sometimes maybe wanting to rage at shit, but not yeah, yeah, yeah. But the again, shit you that get off I'm the bus, angry at. 
yeah, you get off the bus, you know, somewhere between him, you know, shooting people and him shooting at the cops. Mm. Mm. And for all like that, it was like an excuse to be angry at shit. Like when you go to the fast food restaurant and they do fucking, yeah, 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 we're serving breakfast early. Fuck you. You know, people who don't <laughs> give a shit, you know? And I think they could have went further with that with this movie, but they really wanted to make him like despicable. Do you think that'd be a movie they could remake? Remake? Unhinged? No. Thought, or uh, falling. Falling down? falling down. Fuck, I hope. But it'd be hard, right? Yeah. Because of our climate, you know, how uh, you know, how people are. It would have to be like a it'd have to be um like a black guy or something like that, or maybe a woman. If it yeah, dude, that's what would happen. It'd be a woman and a she'd be raging about woman. shit. No, nah, it'd be a woman that's raging about shit. That's not really a thing, you know, like 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 an overreaction to things, like you know, like like someone says women should have tampons and then so she sets fire to his face or some bullshit like that. <laughs> and all these women are like, Yeah, girl, you know, like uh, like someone burns tampons, what the fuck? You know, just like just outrageous shit, you know. <laughs> that's what it would be. In fact, I think I could write that perfect fucking movie and then get all but they, it would be it would be shitty because i'm a dude how dare i write that shit oh yeah unless you I, don't have unless i tra- turn trans and do it and then you have to respect my my brown pride my my trans pride Ooh, we're gonna have to when we talk about soul okay good good good, good. Um, all right what's your uh four my number four the last dance i don't think you watch this uh no, it's not. about the chicago bulls Oh, 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 I watched, I was watching part of that. That's, uh, that's the, it's Mike, Michael Jordan, Michael all that Jordan, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That looked good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's a good it one. Good. I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. it. It was good. Um, the endings, they always ended like on a little bit of a cliffhanger. It was a weekly thing, too. So, um, it was when we talked, we talked last time about, you know, binging or, or watching something, you know, weekly. Um, so yeah, every week it would it would end, and it was almost like a cliffhanger. And um, it had a lot of the music from back then, a lot of the visuals from back then. You got to see a lot of the clothing from back then, and it was yeah, like yeah. it was like what Wonder Woman eighty four tried to do, but obviously couldn't. You know, with uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> and then uh. I don't know. It was nostalgia and it was, you know, the nineties, man. Yeah, no, it was, I watched the first episode. I, I was, and then I remember watching clips about Nike where he was like, or he wanted to wear Nikes. And I was like, man, it's like the bird. It's like when I watched the OJ Simpson one, the people versus OJ Simpson. And then like, they, it was like, it took me back there, you know? Yeah. Oh man, I might have to give that a go. You know, that yeah. was a good one. That's a good pick right there for, yeah. That'd be and I put it above Tiger King. I feel like oh, it is a, better than Tiger there, King. There's a lot more meaningful substance in the Last Dance. Oh, um, it has more of the feels because because yeah. you 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 were there. Like no one as popular as Michael Jordan was. You know what I mean? Like like they, like people like to say LeBron James and all these other fucking guys, but no, Michael Jordan was at a different level, man. Yeah. You could go to like Indochina and show his picture, and he'd be more famous than Jesus. Yeah. I mean, like, you can't do that now. You can go to the Philippines, show Kobe Bryant. They're probably like Mike Tyson. You know, it's not, dude, there's things in the 90s that cannot be rivaled now. Like, you got your Michael Jackson, you got your Mike Tyson. Nothing rivals these guys. Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You get people that are famous, but it's different. To be at their level, it has to be a baby is born and they know them. That's right. Basically. That's like a good DNA. What's your number three? Tiger King. I liked it a lot. I mean, no, like, no, I'm not, I, I like that shit, dude. I like cults and I like craziness. So, <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about documentaries. Uh, well, we talked about that, so I'll give you my three. Uh, Queen's Gambit. Oh, you! Oh, shit! I had that. Like, I, I matched. Great movie show. Uh, what'd you like about it? Um, you know what? I chicken butt. I kind of do like that. This one I was able to binge because it felt like a long movie. Um, I thought it was going to be, you know, another one about chess and this and that. Um, it was kind of it was kind of like Soul. The 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 in Soul they talked about a little bit about um, if you're if you're so laser focused on something, you you give something up you know mm-hmm. that, that yeah, yeah that yeah. drive to be the best at this one thing and, and aim at this thing you get like this tunnel vision and and queen's gambit i thought it did it really because you're cheering her on but at the same time you're realizing all the stuff that she's giving up along the way yeah you just know that it's going south for as it's going yeah and and i think uh, uh even one of the other characters kind of spells it out for her too and tells her hey man you, you, the guy with the teeth yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do all this. You're gonna be awesome, but you're gonna you're gonna end up. But it's know. not just him. They reiterate it again by like a chess master. And well, shit it's like it's that. a theme, but the thing is, it's a theme throughout it, but and it comes back, and you can yeah. see it developing, and that's what I liked. It wasn't like at the very end they just tacked it on like, hey, oh no, yeah, 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 yeah. Give up. No, you see her. Yeah, they seasoned it, giving up on things to move forward. You yeah. Know? Um. So yeah, no, it was. I like I like Queen's Gambit quite a bit, not more than the movies that I put opposed, but I mean, like it's 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 good because it made chess exciting, because chess is exciting when you're playing it. I don't know about watching it. I mean, I play chess now, my kid, and that's exciting, you know. But watching it, watching chess now. When I was watching it, um, I got this sense of like watching Rocky movies. Yes, yeah. you know, especially when they were. What is it? Announcing it or not announcing it? Yeah, but, um, uh, commentators, you know, and stuff comment, like that. Yeah, they're commentating on it. And but I was you like, see, fuck. You see the characters' reactions and stuff too. Um, that's that was what Rocky did was you know bringing that camera in, and then giving that emotional narrative to the fights. Oh know? yeah. Well, and no, it's so, to give the layman's an understanding of what's going on because right. you're just watching punching. And uh, I mean, look, if you're not into that, you don't understand. But you, you got this guy, and he left and left. You got the chess people. And it's cool, too, that they did this in Spanish. It was um, so you had to read the subtitles. And when you're focused on subtitles, you're paying attention more to the rhythm. And like you're just getting more excited about it, you know, mm-hmm. even though. It, well, it's like a shared experience. It's like a laugh track. You know, yeah. you're hearing the commentators get into it, so you start to get into it. You might not know yeah. exactly what they're saying, but you know it's something important that just happened right now. And it's a I way thought of, it was good directing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, well, directing or writing, you know, I don't know who was pushing to have that there. Director give. has like, you're right. The writing you could tell when shit sucks, 
but also the director so yeah you're right you're fucking right directing and writing push those two together because the writing was good but the directing put it even fucking hammered it home it was so good and like the style you know the style of it and you felt like this could have been real yeah this could have been a true story it is it is she's she's real i googled this she's real she's not real dude that chick is real she's not real I know it's based off of a book, but if that was a book off a guy who witnessed this shit. No, it's a, it's a fiction. This shit's real. Queen Gambit. Real. Real person. Oh, but it's based on a real person. Very loosely based on a European champion. Fuck, okay. Yeah. Right. So, then, uh, but uh, I I didn't care about that. I didn't want to look it up until the, until it was done. It's like I'm watching it and I'm like, I assumed it was real? real. And then I was like, I'm not going to read up on this until afterwards. I kind of want to go through because the way it was shot, the way it was told, uh, the way it was presented, it felt like it was happening like it was real. And so, I was I was down with it. Huh. It's funny too because okay, well, my only criticism of that show was the at the end when everybody came together to help her. I was like, this isn't real. <laughs> like, I was just like, I was like, I mean, like everyone's just best friends and shit. Yeah, I fucked her too. You know, like that kind of shit. Like these two guys have fucked her, and and then that's just that. It's like they're all giving her moves on the phone, and I'm like, but why? Because it's only like. You got the pro right there and maybe somewhat a pro. And then the two other guys are just losers, right? At chess. And so they're just all talking to her on the thing. And they're like, yeah, go here, go here, go here. And I'm like, why are they doing that? Uh, That's not real. Uh, it was, I don't know what that was. Oh, come it was, on, that was, was so stupid. It was, it, it was to feel good about, you know, her, her having she, friends. Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, I, I fake as like it was, fuck. It was kind of weird. Yeah, it was right. It was weird. You know, you know what's funny is when um, she has sex with dudes. It's like she's got. I love that part too when she gets with the weird teeth guy and she's like, she, she's like smoking a cigarette, looking at chess, and he's like this in the bed. He's like, do you, do you want me to do you want me do to I go, go back to my room or just? And then she's like, you do whatever. And I was just like damn and then like she gets with that one guy that who's really good at chess i hated this guy's face got the hat and she goes that's what that feels like and i was like oh man he she got down right that's That's what what that's supposed to feel like is what she says oh so like he like i thought he accomplished the job you know yeah he did because she had she had stuck with some dude at some random party but it was just like, uh, okay, are you done? Yeah, are you done? Yeah, yeah. To the two dudes she got with, it was like, whatever. But with this guy, she was like, oh, that's what that's supposed to feel like. Right. And then, then he starts talking about chess. And then, and then, like this, this kind of confused me. She was like, well, you're thinking about chess right now? And I was just like, but did she just do that? You know, like I thought, that, when did she change? Like there was no episode of when she changed. I think she changed there. Right there. She was yeah. starting to feel like. Hey, this is you know, this is this is being connected to another person. You know, maybe she started to feel something that he wasn't feeling, and it was kind of like a backlash, like when Catwoman 
bails on Batman. He's like, so that's what happened. This doesn't happen to me. I'm Batman. Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking alpha. All right, we, we straight off. Was that your, your three. number three was Tiger King? How do we, yeah. how do we get there? <laughs> oh, because my number three was Queen's Gambit. So okay. Oh, wow. I was like, shit. Yeah, how did we get a Queen's Gambit? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did that happen? I was so confused. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. My number two is The Hunt. What was that one about? I didn't watch All that right. One. If you want to encapsulize who I am as a person... That's the movie to do it. So basically, it's this chi- this chick who gets caught up in this whole life and death survival game, and she's she's just surrounded by all these Republican dudes, like like your stereotypical uh, Republican, like the 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 angry girl Twitter. And I know these people. I fucking know these people. It's the angry girl on Twitter who's like just saying racist shit, but she don't know it, you know, because she's just saying shit. And then there's like the hardcore conservative flag guy and just all these guys are conservatives and they're being hunted by liberals. And they're like outrageous too. Like both sides are outrageous. The guys are like hard, the the guys, but the Republican people that are being hunted, they're like ridiculous, like on the, on the stereotypical side, but on the liberal side that are hunting them, they're on the most extreme and they're, they, they, they like kind of get killed because of their own stupidity with their liberal values and the Republicans of course get killed because of the, you know, and it, it's just so good. And this chick is caught in between because she's white and she's a woman. And that she said one thing to some random lady. And like, just to say it, cause she's, but she's not either side. She's just, she's just a normal person that's outside of this like cycle, you know? And uh, she just so happens to be a badass and, they fucked up with this one because she doesn't give a fuck about your politics. And that's what I, I was like, I am you, lady. You are me. <laughs> <laughs> because she's not like, she's not Republican. She's not a Democrat. She's just there. And they just fucked up. One. Yeah, oh, it's fucking good. I'd watch that again and again and again. I think I, I, I did hear about it and they were making, I think people were drawing comparisons to the Deadliest Game. Kind of like, it's kind of like that. It pretty much like is. Set, like the setup is that. But it is, yeah. Going on. It what what happened is it got smashed because it it makes fun of liberals, but it also makes fun of Republicans. Like like the the conservative people that are getting killed there are stereotypical and pretty shitty. So it, it just so happens that you made fun of liberals. So it got media don't like that shit. So mm. it smashed it hard. <laughs> uh, my number two was Sonic. Ooh, I forgot about that movie. I didn't even put that in my list. Or it was in at the, the very beginning of the year. It was like February. Yeah. That was a good um, movie. That was a really good movie. It looked yeah, good too. It was, it was a surprise. I think I've watched it like three or four times. Yeah. Uh, oh. I ended up liking the music from it. Jim Carrey. Coming back. Pleasant surprise. Yeah. You know, seeing I was hoping that Jim I was Carrey hoping movie. from Sonic Ace Ventura 3. Fuck you! In a world where Bill and Ted, in, in the world, in a world where Bill and Ted three comes out, and I like it, <laughs> I mean, like seriously, you got Bill and Ted one and two, fucking terrible fucking movies. I dare you to try to watch them; they're fucking god awful. But three comes out, it's really good. Trust me, Ace Ventura three I think it's because be you made. went into it expecting it to be super bad, and then at the end you were like, hey, they actually have something to say. Okay, it's better than what I thought. Perhaps. But I mean, with the right writing, well, I, well, 
But with the right writing and direction, you can make as I mean, like, he's still got it. Jim Carrey still has it. He's there. You watch that fucking Sonic movie. He's there. Yeah, that's yeah, that's he's my Ace Ventura. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's the dude we grew up. You know, with. that's why me and myself, Irene. Yeah, I mean that's that's the, the liar, liar. This is this is it. The mask. This is everything. He should make sequels of his movies, and with the right writing, though, it could be good. If it's just people trying to make a quick buck, it's not going to be good. Matrix Four. That's going to be terrible. <laughs> It's gonna be terrible because it's gonna be pushing, like, thi- like okay. So what makes Matrix good is it's cerebral and uh, there's cool science fictiony things. But in a world where somebody can make a fucking badass movie with their phone, special effects can only take you so far. Right. What you need to do is make it very cerebral. They're gonna go woke. They're gonna go woke and they're gonna go hard with it. So. It's gonna be hard to like it, you know, when you're when you're right when you're writing against what you used to be. See, Matrix wasn't trying to be woke. It was oh, just yeah, trying yeah. to it was trying to go with the story to make you think, not make you think about political views and how you are in reality and things. Not how you are in reality. In fact, that's what that was going for. But yeah, how but you are in society. I don't how know how you perceive your world and and the machine yeah. that you're a part of. Yeah. The, the, this is gonna go more towards like be nice to these people and. These people have to be this 0.001%. You really got to look at them and think they're the best, you know, that kind of thing. That's what they're going to do. And it's going it to be, although maybe it'll be okay. They're not using their full power because they're trying to push an agenda. Where can we insert X race? Where can we exert X I, relationship? I want it to be good, but I think the only reason it's coming out is because of John Wick. Because the yeah. of Keanu Reeves. They're thinking, they're thinking Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves wasn't, too popular when matrix came out he had only made what speed and fucking bill and ted's you he know was he was popular but he wasn't like action movie star he wasn't matrix no no, no. and then when yeah, matrix, matrix came matrix, out then he, then he was, he's a much bigger star and i think everyone's in a rude awakening thinking he's going to be in this movie that much i think he's just going to be a side character he even though he should be the front and center star it's like what do you want to see Superman do? Do you want to see him follow a love story or destroy shit? Destroy shit. Matrix. What do you want to see? <laughs> Keanu Reeves fucking do shit or just be out there and decide you could do this. You could be the one. I think it'd be cool if he's like sprinkled throughout and then shows up at the end and is all badass. He's more, I bet money, he's more of that. You could do this. You could be the one. You know, rather than him being the one, the fucking reason I'm watching this movie. You know what I mean? Jesus like, one. yeah, I want him to be good. I want Morpheus to do shit. I don't want to watch some character that may or may not be an AI and some <laughs> guy who turns out to be a girl. And, and the, I mean, that's, I, I'm yeah, just I'm saying. You have to I, watch Blade Runner. <laughs> well, that, I mean, man. So who's so your the new one? Who's your one? All right. Hey, let's do this. Wait. All right. We're gonna do the big reveal. I have to. You have to guess. You have to put your put your thing. What you guessed? You gotta show the camera. What you guessed? What well, I guessed? Well, shit. I do? think I. I can't see it. Ha! Why? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I see. We went comedy on, on both. Both of us went comedy. I see. Because you know that's not my. No, I really thought you were gonna put unhinged near the top. 
Well, you, I think you put it at four, right? Yeah, I did. I did. I fucking love it. What you, what, what one word describes why I like it? Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Comedy gold. (laughs) Maybe that was true. It's true. That's good. All right, I, I was wrong. You, you called me out. I was wrong. I put this. Yeah, you know what? No, I, I, I figured you would have put that for me. What was the word you put? Basic bitch. Oh, <laughs> it's backwards. It's backwards. <laughs> it's cocksucker. Cause you're a cocksucker if you pick that shit as number one. But you did it. So, so you're, it happy. Wor- you're happy. You're, you're happy. You're uh, it's good. Me. Hey, you know what's funny is you're more right than I am. Hey, wait. So. I think our number ones are going to be the same. I know. I know. I know. It is the, this is the same. One, two, three. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. Just that. But I think what, what kicked it over the top for me, because Sonic was... It, another reason why I like Sonic so much, uh, my brother was really into Sonic. Mm, um, mm, the mm. one that you share your middle name with. Um, and, uh, and so it was kind of like, man, I hope they do this right. Right. And yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And, uh, and Jim Carrey was somebody else that, that was at his, the peak of his powers, you know, around that time too. My fucking hero and, at um, that time. Yeah. And so it was like a, it was like a blending of my childhood in a really yeah. awesome way. Uh-huh. Uh, Mandalorian created a new version of that. You know, and I, yeah. I was able to share that, you know, with 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 somebody else, and look forward to it. Talk to you about it. Talk to my friends about it, and 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 at the end, you know, celebrate. Yeah, it was invigorating. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was and like it, a renewal of who we were as people when we watched stuff. We would get together, talk about shit. It it was a reason to get to the next week. You know. And then and, the next week, yeah. And I don't think it would have been as powerful. Sorry, Joe Rogan. If uh, <laughs> if stuff like the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker hadn't existed, you know, I think I think as fans, um, a lot of us were worried that something that that was a big part of us growing up and our pop culture was kind of going to the dumps and to see what we valued as fans recognized and put up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was not, I don't want to say validation, but I just kind of want to say like recognition, like, no, the reason the, the stuff that you liked about the stuff that you've liked since you were a kid is still worth liking today. And it still has value and it should still be celebrated and, and, and explored. Um, I, I think that's why it had value. Now, why did it have wider appeal? Um, I think the a lot of the stuff put up in season one, you know, the Baby Yoda angle, and I think that did a good job at bringing people in. And then uh, Disney making the smart move to go ahead and put Filoni in and letting them expand on the Clone Wars series. Um, you know, and, and tying it back to that stuff now. So now you're creating fans now that will maybe go back to the OG stuff. I fucking hope. And, I and, hope. 
yep. people go back to Clone Wars because of this problem. John Favreau, you see in our text, right? He takes a lot of the credit for this. And yes, he is there namesake wise and helping out usher in a new director, a new producer into shit. But we both know, we both know from watching yeah. the shit, we've heard him talk. So you know, did you Jay- watch, did you watch, um, did you watch the gallery? The new, yeah. Making of? yeah. So there's a scene where John Favreau's like, hey, Mando should say this after he kills that guy. And it was uh, uh, Kablingi or something. I don't know. And Dave Filoni's like, Mando say that? That wouldn't make any sense. And he's like, yeah, because like that's what so-and-so said after they killed somebody. And he's all, no, you know, Mando wouldn't say that. And John Favreau pushes it like maybe a third or fourth time. And Dave Filoni still says no. And it doesn't happen. So I think that's one of those like checks and balance type things. Yeah, you know? like because like da- um, Favreau's good. He, he Favreau's good, not- and he is a fan, but he's but, not. He's not on the level of Dave Filoni in terms of. Yeah, he's not there in the world. He's like a kid playing with toys. Meanwhile, Dave uh, Filoni or uh, is like he is the toy. Like he's in the world, around the world. He's. He's living, he's breathing in there. Meanwhile, the other guy is just playing from a, a toy perspective. Wouldn't it be cool if he did this? Wouldn't it be cool if he did that? But Floney's like, but here's why I give John Favreau credit though, because he, he does have a way of putting together the right pieces to make the right thing. He I is, agree. He is a manager and, and he's able to see the talent and bring those people in. I mean, he's got the connections. So, you know, uh, I think. It, Bill Burr talked about, you know, who brought him in. And he said he talked to John Favreau and, yeah. and he told John Favreau, he's like, Hey man, you know, I've been trashing star Wars for a long time. John Favreau was like, yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I think your fans would get a kick out of it, you know? And, and so, you know, I, I, I wrote this part for you. Will you take it? Bill and, Burr, uh, he renounced everything he said about star Wars. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't think he said he, I, well, from, from what I've watched him, I don't think he's renounced it. But I think now he sees the value yeah. in it. He's, and how he's a little bit, he's not shitty about it anymore. Right. Cause I, I think he went, it's, he's going to be approaching Kevin Hart levels of fame here because of the Mandalorian. I don't, not because think of all the, the other awesome shit that he does and because of his views and, and his comedy. But I think this puts him up there yeah, you know, oh yeah. like in, out of the public where they're like, he, who is this guy? You know? But it's not like this is a meal ticket for him, though. He he would no. never he would burn the whole fucking thing down yeah. if he wanted to. No. So yeah, when he, he genuinely when he sees the value in it, he sees the value in it. Like he sees why kids like it. He he's part of this shit. Fuck, I take a show with him in it. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the problem for him now, if he goes to a con, he's going to get mobbed from now until oh, the rest yeah. of his life. And he's funny. And he's funny. Not just funny, like oh yeah. I mean, he's fucking. He's funny and like when you ever see him talk he's smart too whenever you see him talk <coughs> he kind of he he's there in the conversation and observing it at the same time so when something says something he's like that didn't make sense what you just said just there you're just you're just, and he kind of he sneers he goes you're just, did you you're just talking his, about uh... Did you watch his hot ones <laughs> where he where he has to eat the 10 chicken wings and they're all super spicy no, I didn't watch that one yeah it's worth watching it's good <laughs> <laughs> it is worth yeah. watching. 
he, I like Bill Burr a lot. He's a helicopter pilot too. Did you know that? Yeah, I thought that shit was crazy. I was like, I mean, he could fly. He he really fly. You know that. You know, okay. For me, Mandalorian, everything you said, ditto. But I like the whole. I couldn't wait until the next episode. Everything was a surprise. It all worked out in the end. They even had the balls to get rid of the baby Yoda, which I thought where they were using it as a crutch. And they kind of were. But it gave the character a reason to fight for something and us the value for us to be like, you know, now they got rid of him. And now we're going to have to see a world in which Mando will have to fucking survive without that crutch. He'll be back in in some way. He's going to be back. Well, there's a season three coming out. You're right. They leaned. I want to say they leaned on him less. It was more the relationship and then Mando's willingness to start departing from something he'd been raised is religion, yeah. you know? Yeah. To, to sacrifice that and start moving away from that to save one. Yeah. Um, and, and, and to be a damn good father figure, you know, in doing so. Yeah. Uh, shit. I hope yeah. for season three, it's more of a, uh, a look at his past like just get deeper into it you know like open him up more like because he i mean he didn't just become a kid and then mandalorian there was so there was like my, my girl was was like wait there's not gonna be another one until 2022 i go yeah i go that's kind of what i want i want them to walk away from it mm-hmm. and really cook something up another art another question another challenge something something like this which I, I don't know. I, I just, I think it's really, really powerful that this idea that, you know, becoming a father and it's not even biological, you know, it puts biological dads to shame that don't step up, you know, or any parent. Um, but, but, you know, to, to take on uh, as a parent and to, to start reevaluating everything for the sake of this, this new being that you're taking care of, you know, you're charged um and to start kind of making sure that not not just like put everything below them but because because there's that right oh no my child's number one well then automatically everything else is out but to see him kind of struggle with it and weigh it out and then slowly move to show that not just say that because he never said that he never had to say you know grogu's number one grogu's the most important thing to me they showed uh, it not until like the second of the last episode and even yeah. then he's he, it's awesome because he's basically saying he's somebody said uh he does the taken speech with uh yeah with the mom <laughs> yeah basically we'll find you <laughs> yeah when he did that I, I actually thought that was pretty corny it's only until he takes off that helmet where that guy pedro he got he got paid yeah that's to say that was good i think that season three sets it up for a reintroduction to the character, uh, see his life, and then, fuck, you got to introduce a new villain. I don't it's know. Got to be a time something. jump. There's got to be a time jump. It won't be a time jump. It'll be two years later. It's time jump. But it's, it's two years later. I mean, like, fuck. I mean, that's not a time jump. <laughs> that's, we that's we, we time were jump. effectively. You could just say <laughs> that happened. You know, I don't know. But fuck, that was great. That was a great show. What a great list. Do you have any honorable mentions? No, you don't. Um. What I've watched so far, the second half of Rick and Morty. 
You haven't finished it? I haven't finished it. I think I'm Dude, a Rick and Morty season. cannot happen without me seeing it right away. Yeah, I know. I I I don't know. I got annoyed. What episode did you watch recently? I, I didn't even think there was more. What? The vat of episode, the vat of acid episode, maybe. I think that was. Yeah, that's when he goes when he has the the go back in time kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. I did show that one to my girlfriend. She did. Yeah, that's it's it's a rough go watching it. You you know what's funny? I noticed that Morty is different from when he was in season one to season four. Yeah, he's yeah, more yeah, of a yeah. character. He's... I like when he was dumb. And he challenges Rick more. Yeah. And then Rick kind of really has to, I don't want to say overcompensate, but it, maybe he feels like he has to just be stronger <laughs> to keep Morty in his spot. Yeah, well, shit. I mean. Are you, are you? Yes, I'm fucking working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when it was the snake episode. You remember Snake Jazz? <laughs> snake Jazz episode. Was that cool. shit was hilarious. Everything's in space. Okay. <laughs> Everything is literally in space, Morty. Yeah, when the snake oh, bites him, I was like, wait, what? There's a space snake? I thought that was the dumbest thing ever. It hey, was man. So good. Huh. I'm down to jump into some Soul or Wonder Woman right now. I don't know which well, one. Okay, which know. one do you want to do first, Soul or Wonder Woman? Wait, I have an idea. Wait, give me a second. Alexa, flip a coin. Heads is Wonder Woman. Heads. Okay, we'll do Wonder Woman. Okay, let's do Wonder Woman. <laughs> Your face. Wait, you want to do Soul? We can do Soul. We do Saul. <laughs> no, it's like I feel like I got a lot more to say about Wonder Woman than I do about Soul. Yeah, it's easier to shit on something than to talk about something that's good. Well, well, because the okay, let's go with Soul. Let's start with Soul. Let's start with Soul, <laughs> and we'll talk about why one works and why one the other one doesn't work. So you uh, you said I, I enjoyed it. We'll score it right. Um, you said that uh, uh, Soul. You thought it was going to be about you know like. You thinking what you're supposed to be, but yeah. that's not quite it. I, I so they they mentioned that in the movie. So uh, for those of uh, you yeah. who watched it, spoilers, right? Um, Soul, um, quick synopsis: uh, jazz musician by night, teacher by day. Finally, has to make a decision about what he's actually going to do for the rest of his life. Because um, both are on. Well, yeah, both are almost on the table. Um, but he dies before he gets to go ahead and pull the trigger on his dream. It's fucking tragic, dude. Yeah, it is. And and so then you kind of see him kind of going through the afterlife and then the before life and then trying to find a way back into his body, um, towing this other soul along the way who doesn't want to live. So he wants to live. The soul doesn't want to live. This other soul, 22, doesn't want to live. And I thought that was pretty clever. It was it like the ideal of a person, a soul has to learn to be something and then go into its person and find purpose. Now, I saw the setup from the very beginning, the soul not wanting to go down. I'm like, OK, so then he's going to he's going to show this person and he's going to end up having a swap and stay dead. You know, they end up pulling the rug out from that, too. But but um. And yeah, along the way, he's thinking that he was born to be a jazz musician, that it was his purpose in life to be a jazz musician and to play with the greats and to fucking do this shit, right? Um, but then he talks about, you know, like, I, you know, I still don't know what 22's purpose was. And the, 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 the managers or whatever, they laugh at him, the purpose, that's not what you're supposed to find. No, you don't find a purpose. 
You know, you guys are funny. So I, that's not what the movie was about. It wasn't about finding your purpose. It's about what, what makes you alive. What is, what is the thing that living makes life you feel yeah. alive? What, well, what's that living called? life? What's, what, for some people it is music. They hear music and then that's what, that's what makes them feel alive. That's their connection to the world around them. You know, uh, for some people, it could be reading. For some people, it could be, you know, stargazing. For some people, it's driving. For some people, it's meditating. For, for 22, it was much more basic than that. And I think it's more accessible to us, the audience. We can kind of all identify with, you know, just kind of laying down, you know, and just kind of like looking up at things and, you know, looking at things with wonder and new eyes and going back to that time, you know, when you could see the world that way. So her, her, hers was a lot broader, I think. Her, her spark, I think is what they called it. Her spark was literally living, you know, being alive was her spark. Just breathing and tasting things and experiencing the world in a bunch of different ways was her spark. Um, I still, I still want to say that the main characters, um, his spark is probably still music, you know, um, but it also became, you know, like helping other people find their thing too. His purpose. Not as, not just strictly as a teacher, but as a mentor. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I like that. I like that angle too, that, that it, there's that role for somebody. You don't have to be a teacher, just somebody yeah. that inspires somebody else. It doesn't have to be a child either. It could be somebody your age or whatever, just somebody that, that can inspire well, somebody that. else to be alive. To be alive, you know, yeah. To be alive. Um, yeah, so I, that, that, that's what I liked about it. And it did touch on uh, the theme from Queen's Gambit, you know, kind of zeroing in on something to the point where you miss everything else. So he, he, he confused his spark for his purpose. Yes, music makes him feel alive, but that's not his purpose in life, you know? Um, that's just his way of, of connecting to the universe, right? Um, his, 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 if you want to put a purpose on him, you know, I, I think it's everybody's purpose, really. It should be to be a mentor. Um, should be? No. It's, I think you were, you, man, fucking ever. <laughs> you really broke that movie down. Like, I've never, like, there's a lot of movies we watch. I've never seen you break anything down like that. Usually it's back and forth, but man, you really. I thought about really it. Had axe to grind. Is a, it's a learning I movie. I learned a lot. Uh, Apparently you learned more. I have to say you said things about that movie that I thought I knew, but I did not I, I, okay. I don't want to say, I don't, I don't think I learned a lot from it. Because there's a lot of things in there that I identify with. Okay. Um, right. The things in my teaching, you know, the idea of getting to, to, to work with other people and hopefully inspire them, you know, to help find out what is it that makes them have fun or enjoy life. So I, I was seeing a lot of that in the movie as I was watching it. I think it was more like an acknowledgement of, of, or confirmation of 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 my choice of what i do because that's that's my spark you know that's what drives me um but again it's not the same for all people but when i'm talking about mentoring i, I i'm not talking about teaching 
it can be parenthood too, or, 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 or just a connection to another person, you know, um, where both of you can kind of learn from each other. Yeah. Hey man, that's what he does with 22. That's what he does. Like he they was... both learn from each other. Yeah. And, and it's, 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 it's just that mentorship, that connection, being able to help each other and help themselves in the process um, through their relationship. I, I think that's, I think that's where the power of the, of the, of the movie comes from. And, and, and I mean, it's, it's gotta be a shitty deal to be isolated. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. you took and, uh, this movie the, deep. Well, so like the lost souls, they're out I like there that. in the space together, but they're not interacting with each other really. And they're pushing anybody else that approaches them away. So, and that's, that's the cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, they took some ideas from in and out, right? This, this way of kind of visualizing these aspects of ourselves. Um, I don't know. I dug it. But I, you know, I, I, I can't say that I learned a shit ton from it. It was just more like, hey, this is what I've been saying right here. You know, you know it's funny. Trying to it, it visualized and used terms to explain a lot of concepts that were pretty up there. For instance, like uh, the end of life. They, they didn't make it scary. They made it quite pleasant and mathematical. You know what I mean? Like both you had your spiritualism and you had your science nerds and shit. And then like to create these gods, right? They could have made these like scary images and stuff, but they're abstracts, you know? They're just like abstract things that really don't have a form. They just take the form of what they need to do at the time. And I thought that was pretty cool. And um, like Inside Out, they did a lot of things like that. They uh, they took concepts and made it a visual thing, yeah. you know? And I thought that was really cool. Like, um, and like, I guess I, I felt like I liked a lot of things that were just superficial. Like, I like the abstracts. I like how the characters are portrayed. Like, so he's got these godly beings and they're just kind of casual, you know? Like, there's no stress or anything. Meanwhile, this other guy... He's very stressed, you know, and he's trying to fucking figure shit out. And it was cool that he was an abstract too, but I guess he just didn't have to figure anything out, you know. Terry Jerry. was a cool character. I did like Terry. And then I like the the concept of, um, you know, if you focus too much, you become this like person that's lost in the void, you know, like you're like this like monster looking thing. But really, all it is is just you're just consumed with one thought, and there's people out there trying to save you astral projection style so they okay so they got these people this is so cool they got these random people that exist in all our lives they're just there right but in fact they're pretty spiritual people you just have to talk to them but because we don't talk to them we don't know that so you got the science spinner who has his own fucking ship and uh, he knows so much about afterlife and everything but in his real life all he is is just science spinning and he's in this kind of flow state and he gets shat on you know by, yeah by people around him or ignored yeah. you know or yeah off. but but in reality he's like a hero like he's just like he's saving people like he he helps this one guy who lost it and then at first you think this person's dead no he's not dead he's a stockbroker and he goes oh we got ourselves another stockbroker they start beating drums and shit and trying to help i like him. the dude's uh, name too moonwind yeah. like, yeah, cool name yeah and sign spinner and shit and they're all of them are just meditating and shit and then he 
because he sees these people and he knows them. He knows how to get there again. He does it through the piano, you know, and it took him there. And I thought that was fucking great, dude. There's a lot of good little parts there. I like uh, the comedy. That was really good. You know, when she's like burning shit down and, or no, she's like a firefighter and she's like, I wanted to see it burn, you know? Yeah. She's talked for, yeah, she's number 20. Huh? Tina Fey. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. It was a really good movie. Uh, solid. You know, the music was Hans Zimmer. You know, can't go wrong there. Yeah. I know. I saw uh, Hans Zimmer. I was like, what the fuck? So Red he's, for it. he's I, I don't, I think he's part of it, but it's mostly Nine Inch Nails. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. That's good, too. Uh, it's Nine Inch Nails and, um, and uh, there, John there was Batiste, a part. John Batiste, because they had to bring in different genres, right? Yeah, um, John Batiste did a lot of the jazz stuff. Nine Inch yeah. Nails did a lot of the afterlife stuff. Yeah, the afterlife music was good. It was very electronic-y, which Nine Inch Nails can get down with. There was one part, it was weird, where the main character looked at the camera and said, I want to fuck you like an animal. And I was like, what? That's weird. <laughs> Nine Inch Nails. That's that fucking crazy. Why would he say that shit? No, but Nine Inch Nails is <laughs> fucking tight, you know? Well, they also did the uh, music for uh, was it um, the Social Network? He they did got an Oscar for it. Really? Wow, that's a good movie. And the music was good too. Oh wow, I don't Total. remember it. Music it. was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, um, oh shit, the movie is fucking great. I like the fact that he got his dream at the end. Like he gets back into his life. He gets it, and then you know he's like, "What the fuck is this?" And then that one lady gives him a badass fucking piece of knowledge. Remember when she says the fish, the. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, that they want the ocean. It's a fish but, that was asking for the ocean. And he was like, yeah. but all this is water. This is just water. He said, no, I want the ocean. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't know you're in. What you wanted. Yeah. 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 That's beautiful. I mean, yeah, that, was that was a really was good really good thing because sometimes like you have what you want you just don't know it yep you know you're just you just you know stuck thinking yep. for the next thing you know now i could never use that because if i ever say that to anybody like, you got that from soul i doubt it though i don't feel soul <laughs> is going to be as popular as say inside out you know i feel like a lot of parents are going to be maybe apprehensive about showing their kids this one right. um Cause it talks about death. If, if they don't take the time to look into it and watch it. Cause so like I watched it with my girlfriend and she's got a, she's got a daughter and I was like, you know what? This might be one to screen before you show it to her, let her watch it in case questions come up about death. Cause some kids have different experiences with it. Some kids, some kids understand it or some kids have heard about it, but they don't, they don't, they don't really know what it means to be dead you know mm-hmm. and so for some kids the realization that life ends might be one of those things that you kind of want to be there for what i've taught my kid he's 10 from the beginning kids naturally fear death they do that's the way it is i don't that's the way that is so you have those two conflicting realities and eventually after years of just like hey man if it happens it happens it gets to a point where kids is like, yeah, you know, I guess it happens if it happens. You know, you, you really don't really get as phased as one would. You know what I mean? Because it is a 
natural progression of life. Well, but okay, so it's on Disney Plus, right? And kids might have a Disney Plus, you know, little sub menu or whatever for them. Her kid's five, you know, and if you start maybe three or four or five, you know, the kids even might not. five. I don't think you would understand this movie or enjoy it as much as like Inside Out. See, but if they, but you don't know where it starts to click. Like, hey, wait a minute, where was he going in the ramp? Is he about it's to hard, die? It's, it's, you know? it's too hard for a kid to understand because, like, it's so quick. He falls down and he's on a ladder, and then like you're like, what the? he's a cool. But then he's character. in the hospital. But then he's in the hospital. Yeah, I know. Like, well, like, like how Grandpa's in the hospital. You know, does this yeah. mean that he won't come back? Is there a possibility that he's trying to get back into his body right now? I doubt What's it. On? You'd be surprised. Kids don't understand a lot of shit. At, but at some point, they do start to apply what they're seeing to what their experiences I are. I agree. So, so I mean, again, your kid's 10, this other kid is five, but you know, you know your kid better than anybody else. I would theorize, I theorize at five, they can't understand a lot of this movie. It, it these are some high oh, level, yeah, they won't get the nuance, they'll laugh at they like, wouldn't even get death. I mean, you know, they, they'll they laugh at the guy it, ripping his pants. Yeah, they, no, it's too, it's too quick. You know what I mean? Like they didn't really, they didn't, um, and, th- and that, that's good for us, for us as adults watching it. That is death. Death is like that. And then you're on to your new thing or whatever. That's what's cool about that. But for kids, man, they don't, they don't get that kind of shit. When, when things move too fast like that, they're just like, oh, okay. They just accept well, it. I, I guess I'm talking more about the idea of death. You know, so I hear you, that, but that if the you're parents not aren't always going to be there, if you ain't saying shit, they ain't getting that. There are no way they're understanding that this is death. Well, but my thing is, is like, would you want them to learn it from a movie? I mean, if they if they, if they can if they can grasp that this is death and life and rebirth and all that, all that above. Or, or if as a parent you see them and they're starting to ask these questions or whatever, you're not sure what the fuck it is because you didn't watch the same movie that they watched. Well, you should definitely watch shit with your kids. Always. Yeah, but I, I felt like this was a good one to watch ahead of time. I don't know. I think watching with your kid, good. Watching it, letting your kid watch something and not watching it with them, that's a no-no. Maybe it's because I'm coming at this from like a teacher's point of view. You want to preview what you're going to show to your kids before you show it to them only because you want to be able to... I agree to some, to some extent, like Apocalypse Now or some shit like that, but when it comes to a cartoon movie... I mean, I would recommend watching it with you. Never like just a random, you know, nowadays, I back then I don't care. But nowadays I would totally always watch it with a kid. I don't think you need to preview it first because why the fuck are you going to watch this movie twice like that? Like that would, ugh. but I mean, if you watch it with your kid, I mean, if you can't come up with like, if they don't say anything, you're good. But if they ask questions, you should be able to explain, well, He's, he's moved on to another part of his life. It just so happens he's going in an elevator instead of playing music now. Yeah, but you're, see, you, <laughs> you got your head on your shoulders. You know, so do I. So does my girlfriend. Okay, then. I don't know Some what we're people aren't about. equipped. <laughs> hey, you can't Some account. Ready. Some people aren't ready to start talking about that with their kids. Uh, you can't account. For, dude, if you're ghetto, so, you're ready for death. That's what that is. <laughs> Born ready. You're born in the ghetto. You got a knife next to you. You got a shank. You've been sharpening your pencils. So for this movie, they actually created a cultural trust, which which I like. 
but it looks kind of weird when you see them talking about it. Um, you see Pete Doctor and he's sitting at this big old table, right? Think about those those scenes of the like a president sitting at his cap sitting with his cabinet, you know, at a big old table. So it's Pete Doctor sitting at this table, and it's all African American people around him, you know. And okay. they're they're there to give kind of like a, like consultants, you know, like a military consultant, but these are cultural consultants. So they're all coming from different aspects of it. It I I did like the idea of it because, and this is the barbershop. Kind of no, no, it's this is a behind the scenes thing. Oh, Pete Doctor, the oh, director. Oh, oh, for the barbershop scene. For it, for the whole movie. Oh, for really? the barbershop scene, for music, for the for the environment, for so, so uh, originally, like they were gonna have the old lady sitting out in the front, and it was his mom with some friends, but then they said. No, you know what? Uh, you know, in the African American community, there's there is a big matriarchy, you know, um, and so they they probably wouldn't just be outside chilling; they'd be working. So why doesn't he visit his mom at work? And and they they have that workplace banter or whatever, you know, and so that's where that kind of came from. And okay, I could see that because I've seen it. Before, yeah. I mean, I I have lived that, you know. Um, well, she always, yeah. te- I but they you. said, but they said, just sitting outside all day long is not a thing. That's yeah. something. That's something that's been popularized in movies, you know. That, you know that, uh, that they're just kicking back, just waiting for shit to happen, or just talking shit. No, they're working and talking shit. You know, that's their own barbershop, you know, and so. The, those types of changes came out of this cultural trust but what i liked was they 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 didn't pick somebody of color to direct and write the movie they just they, had a doctor consultant. do it because he knows how to tell a story and a and a narr- and put together a narrative something cohesive right he's he's the guy that has the experience within pixar and has and has had success within pixar he's the right guy for the job that's fucking smart like but, you know, military consultant, why not have a a cultural consultant? Because, and he acknowledged he's like, you know, I don't have the same experiences that they have. That would make your writing better. A that's lot. why. I, that's why I liked it, and it goes back to like our whole Dave Filoni, John Favreau thing. Dave Filoni is almost like the Star Wars cultural consultant, right? Because there is a culture within the fandom. John Favreau is the storyteller. Dave Filoni is still a good storyteller. He directed a bunch of the shit from. Uh, uh, Clone Wars and shit like that, right? But but John Favreau has got kind of like this overview of of how to put together a whole series and and, and he made and, Iron Man and he made Iron Man and kickstarted the whole fucking uh, Marvel universe, right? So, um, I saw that same thing here. Um, they're in the writers' room with them. They're they're people from all different aspects of the African community and stuff. People that grew up in those parts of New York and all that stuff. So. I thought that was, I thought that was cool, but I wonder, is there going to be more of that? You know? I hope. Just the concept of it alone, like uh, instead of like making an entire woke movie with Captain Marvel, why not have like a female feminist consultant? Okay, so here's the problem with the analogy that you're making. Captain Marvel is not supposed. Well. <laughs> If they had come in it the right way, it wasn't supposed to be about 
somebody trying to make a statement as a female in a male society, right? Because then you would have different conflicting feminist viewpoints, you know? But that, no, but that movie did that exactly what they were trying to go for. Right, and it's, it's, it's not a good theme. It's not a good theme and it wasn't well executed. <laughs> it's, You're it, trying to get killed. Because, well, because it's not a... a um, it, it, it isn't. It just doesn't work. No, it can't. The way that they, I, like, the way I that they did it. it if if you, they wanted to do it, they, they then you make a movie about that. You don't try to shoehorn it into a superhero movie. No, I think that if I'm there's saying. a will, if there's a will, there's a way. And if you have a feminist consultant and an actual writer, actual director, not just because they're female. Right. I mean, if you had just an act, like, I'm not saying that they're not writers or directors. I'm just saying, like, you want your A-plus material for this. Patty Jenkins had one and yeah, fucking Oscar. So her she was at the table, you know, when she, when she did Wonder Woman, the first one, the first one. Yeah. One. She was at the table. It made sense. She had the talent. She was this fucking person. They got an Oscar winner, director, and a writer. She had, who had written before. She didn't write Wonder Woman. No, no. She wrote Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go there in a second. No, okay, she's yeah, on the yeah, writing yeah. credit. She's on the writing credit. Yeah. For Wonder Woman, most, most directors end up as a writing credit. I agree. I I agree. However, she was there. She had the talent. So, what you would want to do with Captain Marvel, a no namer, would you not want whatever you could bring, like the best director you could come up with? And then what they did was they just shoehorned like a woman, like Whatever a woman director. Captain Marvel was trying to do Wonder Woman did it better. Exactly. Like in terms of you know a woman. But if you had like Christopher fucking Nolan working that with a consultant, you would have got what you wanted. You would have yeah. got what you wanted. He could put a narrative together. Well, he used to be able to put a narrative together. And he, oh, I'm not saying he's the best. I'm just saying like just somebody who's done movies. Yeah. John Favreau would have did a better job. Just get himself a female consultant, a feminist. Whoever, whoever, whoever does a good job. And Pete Doctor is a great guy. Writing characters that are compelling that are relatable that are in a story in a story that works that that you that you're on their side and you're experiencing things through them uh and learning something through them too and that's it um, and like like what i hate about captain marvels they built up this whole fucking thing and i thought it was cool but it was still stupid you built up this thing of her fighting him and she doesn't and that's it and i was just like oh okay cool but you built up a theme and you subverted my expectations, you know, and you subverted it in a stupid way, you know, well, rather Fil- than Filmento did a really good video about that. Yeah, about I bet he world. did. Oh, yeah. I fucking bet. Cause he's fucking white and he's a male piece of shit. No, watch it because he, he actually juxtaposes. No, no, I'm not against with... it. No, oh, I, right, 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 right. I bleed this guy. This guy's my, my fucking spirit buddy. He says shit. I say, dude, everything I say, he says, I mean, he just says it better. <laughs> he does. Yeah, and with it, he's way better at what I say. It's just, it's it's good shit, dude. I'll tell you, man. I love that guy. He says it like I'm like when he's talking, I'm like, yeah, man. I fucking love when you say shit that I think, <laughs> or that I want to think, but you say it better. Um, yeah, but Soul was pretty good. I think we broke it apart. I liked a lot of it. The music was good. Let's uh, let's break this down. All right. So rewatchability. What are we giving it? He gets a uh, twenty. Six. I'm not gonna watch it anytime soon. I will rewatch it though. All right, I'm thinking 
You're right. I'm not going to watch it again anytime soon, but I will watch it again. Like I watched inside out. I probably will watch it within the year. I give it a seven. Story. It's a good story. I almost want to give it a 10. I don't know about 10, dude. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I'm like, I almost. I mean, it'd be a nine. What keep, Let's a go. Really what keeps nine. it away from a 10? Because I was able to guess a lot of the story beats early on. Um, but but the surprise was the 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 counter of purpose in uh, as opposed to spark, you know. And I never thought of that really. Um, and, and so that, but but I mean. Uh, right away i was like well then they're gonna go on some adventure and 22 is gonna learn to want to live and so she's gonna decide to live and you know and and he's gonna decide that it'd be okay to move on which ended up happening but then he's he gets a second chance i didn't see that coming. they give him a second chance but he is resigned to moving on at the end of the movie yeah but as i didn't a, see that as a character but as a character i i i i figured he would be resigned to death you know the i agree too but they didn't um, do that to him. They didn't do that. But again, that's an external thing. Uh, and this was good. This is good writing. The character grew and stayed true to himself. Yeah. Uh, that, that that's good. It didn't. They change. gave us the death without giving it to us. Yes. Yes. Exactly. I thought that was good. I thought I that was good because no, I, I knew he was good. good. I thought that was good too. I thought they were going to kill him off. Period. From the beginning, and he I lived. I thought he was going to die. And then he lived, though. That subverted my expectation. And the way they played it out, they're like, we're cool. We worked it out with uh, Jerry and then, uh, or Terry. Look and over then, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he does it. I thought that was, I, I thought that was really good. Um, I'm trying to think of why I'm not giving it a 10. That's hard. That's hard, man. Cause like, I liked the characters. I liked the story. They almost did too good of a job <laughs> of laying it out in one go to where you really don't have to go back to it to take it apart. Okay. No, nah, I could watch it again and probably divide more information I, from it. Yes, yes, but not on the level of, say, like Inception or something. We always go back to that. I think we're going to. Yeah, probably that's true. I'll watch Inception way more than of- this. Yeah, yeah. So, but story wise, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel I'm feeling ten. I don't know. I'm trying to think of why I can't give it a ten. It did subvert my expectations, even though it did play into them. And that's my problem with it too. I, I, I saw it was coming, but getting there was awesome. Do we have an engagement one? Do we have like? Yes, we do. Okay, that for me is probably going to be like a high nine or a. Ten. But we're not there yet. Stick okay, story. Okay. <laughs> story nine. I'm moving with my heart. Ten. God damn it! I, I could dude. Like it was. Why can't I give it a ten? And I can't think of why I wouldn't give it a ten. It was easy to see what was going to happen, but they subverted it. And again, it's like I want Luke Skywalker to fight, and they gave that to me. But not like in Star Wars Eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the nine. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm not trying to change your mind. Nine's solid. I give it a nine. If I had not given it a ten. 
Engagement. Ten. 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 Because even though I knew it was coming, I was like, how is it going to play out? Yeah. You know, I, I, I and uh, Phil Minto again, uh, he talked about time and how you know where you need to end up, right? Yeah. In time travel movies, you know where you need to end up, but you got to make it interesting getting there, yeah. you know? And it's got to be compelling. He breaks down the three things that have to that have to uh, happen for that to be uh, effective. Um, this one, I mean, me trying to be all smart and shit, like, oh, I know what's going to happen. But I was like, fuck, how's it going to get there? Ugh. You know? And and so, yeah, I, I'll put 10 for engagement because uh, yeah, I was in it, man. I was, I I was, was in it, dude. I, I kept looking at my wife. And kid, we were all watching it together. I was like, are you fucking watching this? Like, I was like, are you, I can't, what is this? Why is it so good? <laughs> like, I didn't think, really good. I didn't think, when I, when I first heard about the movie, I was like, how can you make a whole movie about this? I thought it was going to suck. I was like, this must be the B team. I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be good. Not as good as Inside Out. I went to theater to watch Inside Out. I didn't watch it in the theater. I watched it. No, but I'm, you know what I mean? Like I went to theater. Yeah. It was a kid movie. I'm like, yeah, let's go. I mean, there's all these movies that come out for kids. I, I didn't go to them. I watched this movie. There's a, I will enjoy this movie. This movie, Soul, if it would have came out in theater, I would not have went out to theater to watch it. Uh-uh. I probably wouldn't have gone out either. Fuck no. Dude, it looks stupid. It, it, it looked dumb. The drawings look dumb. You know, and then like... um it just seems superficial as a story. I'm like, Oh, he's going to learn that he wants to be a teacher the rest of his life. And, and he doesn't really want to be a musician. I got it. And I was like, so wrong. You know, I mean, it was kind of right, but I was, I was wrong. And it was just, right. it was good. It was so good. It was so good. And like, if I know now what I knew then, I wish I had saw it in theater. Cause that's a lot better than tenant. I like, I like being here curled up, you know, with somebody else that I could kind of share with. Hey, fuck! Yeah, I'd be curled up. That was cool. In a theater. movie theater, you gotta gotta go to a certain movie theater to be able to do that. So. That movie would have been great in theater. The music was great. Speaking of which, score nine. Nine? Oh shit! You gave it higher than I did. Yeah, because uh, it's a lot of music that you don't typically see in movies, and especially it, the jazz. The jazz, yeah. Uh, and then watching. Um, Watching the behind the scenes, so John Batiste, he's the he's the 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 band director for the music director for um, uh, Stephen Colbert, uh, late night with Stephen Colbert, and so um, or late show with Stephen Colbert, sorry. And so um, he talked about putting together a jazz comp a jazz composition that was still accessible to people. That wasn't like way too out there that would turn people off, you know. With, with it was good jazz. Too much it was good. It was good. And um, and the other cool thing was uh, a lot of it is him playing. A lot of the animation is based on watching him play. Uh, then you get to the abstract stuff. You get Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, it's and, different. Yeah, it was so different. And those guys are really good at creating this ethereal sound that that grates at you, but you don't know why. You know, um, they did the song "Hurt," right, um, with Johnny Cash. And there's this like sound in the back, and it's just like it 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 affects you. 
but you don't know why. And so when they were trying to, they created the sound for the, for, for the afterlife. And they were like, what does it sound like without making it scary, but still making it imposing? Like this is the end, you know? Mm-hmm. So they came up with the music for that. They came up with the music for the pre-life too. And, and that, that kind of stuff. And then the characters. Um, Cause when Terry moves around, he has his own theme, which is still kind of jazzy, but not jazz, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, and and so the the music gave a lot of language to the film too. So I I I, I got to give it a ninety. It a merged with the movie because it was very the the images from Afterlife to the actual movie was very different. And the it music gave you cues. It gave you yeah. a, an audio cue. So uh, when you hear the music and you watch that, you're it's like a different movie. And then you go into mm-hmm. jazz and like not just that like. Um, the Frog Princess, they play jazz and blues. Music was unrememberable and very fucking in your face. Like, boom, like with the trumpets, like that, that's what they thought jazz was. But this one gave you some jazz with heart. And it was like, that's what jazz is. And, and when they were doing they were, they were doing some of the good jazz, you see the characters kind of reacting to each other. Yeah. And it was like what we talked about with Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Through the other characters, you're given context that, hey, this is special. You know, so if you didn't feel it already, you're seeing other people feel it, and it becomes part of that shared response again, laugh track or whatever, you know. Yeah, the, so. but the jazz, yeah, right. It was like a language unto itself mm-hmm. with them talking through through jazz. In fact, you could probably made a movie just on that. You know what I mean? Even the yeah. barbershop scene was pretty good, you know. Yeah, what in there? <laughs> that was a good I was scene like, too. shit, this is good. And then you're right, and then when they go to nine inch nails, that was such a good move. In fact, I think maybe they should just do that all the time. It's just like for different attitudes, music, like fight music guy and uh, story mode guy, you know, if you're going to do an I action I feel like movie. they thought really hard about everything, the kind of music that they were going to put in this movie. Wow. Not I just jazz, like- but like who was going to be the person. And right now, who's kind of the, the ambassador for jazz? And it's John Batiste, you know, he's, he's, been, he's been out there a lot. Um, you know, and he's blowing up since uh, Stephen Colbert. But, yeah. I have to say, it's like, a- oh, when when you watch this movie, it is much better now that I've talked about it than I thought. You know what I mean? I liked it a lot. That's why I was on the text. I was like, this fucking movie's really good. I just don't know why. It's everything. I think everyone should watch it, especially if you're planned a man. On watching it when it came out. I'd already planned on watching it. Then you I said did. it, and I was like, okay, that reaffirms it. I mean, damn, Kevin's on it. Yeah, well, yeah, I was thinking all the guys should watch it because, like, it, it it's there. It's there. It's, like, where we are in life, you know? Yeah. We think we want something, but we don't. We, we're already there. Or maybe uh, we think maybe we think we're we're at where we're at. Yeah. And we you know, know, I can see a sequel to this movie lighting a fire in someone's ass, you know? I think that's a, a – and it, they did that in this movie, too, with 22. She's been alive for thousands of years, but she's never been alive. I mean, there's a lot there. She I could have watch even been again. one of the first souls. Her number is 22. 22. Exactly. I thought that too. I was like, God, she's, she doesn't have a huge number like everybody else. 22. That means she's been there for a bit. I wonder who was 21. <laughs> 21 comes out. I fucking hate everyone. I thought it was great. It's good. All right. So you gave it an eight. I gave it an 8.4. I, I scored it higher than you did. We didn't do a visuals. That was in the 
That's what we do. That shit's engagement. That's everything. Uh, Ten. I mean, fucking visuals, man. Motherfucker, engagement. Motherfucker, that's it. What did, I, what did I give it? What did I give it for engagement then? Ten. Ten? Okay, good. Because, man, when I was watching it, holy shit, I was like, some of these scenes look real. Like a real yeah. place. Um, you know damn, what? Damn good. damn good. Let's, let's have it. Vi- We're going to add visuals next year. Because right. that should that not be a place? Well, because I was thinking like visual effects. Well, visual visuals and visual effects. Because okay, there's an effect and there's also how a thing looks. Oh, you're right. I think there's visual, art uh, to what, it. I think visuals would make it broader because if it is like a smash 'em up movie, or special about, effects. that's about special effects, then yeah. Or if it's a if it's a, a what a dreams drama, become if it's a. Yeah, if it's a drama, then you know the cinematography or or yeah, the yeah, yeah, of the visuals, the lens, yeah. Not Wonder yeah. Woman though. We already got a little system here. We'll add visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're that'll good. We're change good. our metric for a lot of things. But visuals, I'm gonna put that in the box for man all the way to next year. Fuck, that's a long ways away. <laughs> all right, you want to do Wonder Woman or are we good? Any final no, let's words? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I got I got thoughts. That I thought I as I'm I watching got, the fucking movie, man. I got fucking. Th- it's funny you watched it and I watched it. And then we talked. Yeah. <laughs> now you know what I mean. It wasn't like I watched it and then I texted you. You had already watched it. You didn't say shit. And then and, I watched it. And uh, and I've been watching you know YouTube videos just ravage it, right? But I don't think my opinion on the movie has changed really from the first time. Um, because I think some people identified the point but didn't like it. And uh, the point was they were trying to film an 80s superhero movie the way it would have been done in the 80s with 80s tropes today. I think I they're wrong. Stupid idea. I think that's wrong. I don't even think that's what they, this was. I think this was like a bunch of ideas that they put together threw it against the fucking wall. And like well, people want want to say it's '80s because it's in the title, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's '80s. They only really make '80s references, and then they stop. So, <clears throat> the first two opening scenes, right? There's two opening scenes. The opening there scene, is two opening scenes. <laughs> the scene in Themyscira, I liked it. I was cool with it. It felt like the first Wonder Woman movie. You're watching it, and it feels like the first Wonder Woman movie. As soon as it gets to the mall heist, it feels like some goofy fan fiction. It was stupid. The bumbling, you know. Uh, it was uh, Ninja. I had the perfect analogy. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. The very mall. beginning scene. Where- <laughs> yeah, when, when you got like Leonardo doing this. <laughs> yeah. And he's like fucking them up. And they're like, woo! And they, they're like putties. It was too That's cutesy. What it, it was too yeah. cutesy. Now, are there cutesy scenes in the first Wonder Woman? Yes. When she sees a baby, she's like, oh, baby. I love that scene. I don't know yeah. why. I yeah. don't know why. I love that scene, how she fawns over a baby. It was just like, damn, she's fucking cool. It works because she's a fish out of water. That, that too, but I've seen women fawn over babies. It's what it, you know, I, I kind of do the same thing too when I see a cute baby, right? Like, oh shit, look at that. It's a cute little baby. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why I love that scene. It's a quick scene. It's a throwaway almost. Yeah. I love it. I think it adds it's a good. lot to the character. It's good. In this one, she had little cutesy scenes with like other little girls and stuff. And I was just like, 
I don't know how I feel about that. Because yeah. I just didn't, I didn't like it. And then her taking her thing off and throwing it and it boomeranging around, I'm like, okay, uh, Captain America. You know what? I, I did like that because that's a thing that she does in the, in the uh, TV show. They did more of that though. They, yeah. uh, they they started pulling things from you know a lot show. of other things that the invisible jet, invisible jet yeah. uh flight yeah um i had problems with both of those me too but it's more more because of narrative and movie physics and because she never fucking does that shit ever again right yeah well um, let's wait let me let me let me throw something out let's um break uh, spoilers if you haven't seen it basically wonder woman uh 1984 is this fucking lady who was in the other movie has powers and shit and she's fighting crime and she accidentally makes a wish to bring her guy back and other people accidentally make a wish. And then this one guy makes a wish to become the wish master and a bunch of shit happens. And then the movie fucking ends. Let's, let's go. Let's fuck that movie. Anyways. <laughs> so when she wishes for Steve Trevor back. Makes sense. I thought that he, made sense. Yeah, that made sense. But then he shows up in another dude's body. Why? Now, I thought, this is what I thought. I thought, I wow. Thought as soon as he walks in, I was like, fuck, they can't keep this. They, they do not get to keep this because this is somebody else's body. Unless yeah. it was somebody that was like on a, a fucking, you know, examining table, you know, because they died already or something. Yeah, or something like that. I thought that would be the story. And, and even that would be pushing it. Yeah, you know, I I thought I thought that was going to be the driving thing. I thought she was going to have to give that up because you know? of the guy, right? Right. I I thought she was going to give it up. One of those things where you know the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one. That's where they went with. I thought they were going to go to the, the needs of the one outweigh the needs of the other one only because this other one didn't get a choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I no, I, I thought, agree. I agree. I thought she would have to come to grips with, not because of losing her powers. I really don't think they should have done that, because the monkey's paw dilemma already came up with the fact that he's in somebody else's body. You, you're not going to get to keep this. Yeah, when they went, there was such a faint because when they did that, I thought when the other the the cheetah lady when she made her wish to be like Diana, I thought. Okay, maybe she's taking from her power because when she made her wish, it was some twisted version of it because it, it it's a guy going into you know another person's body. So I yeah. figured the only way for her to become like Diana, you have to take from her, and that's what I thought. But that's not right. what was happening at all. Well, I it thought so I thought her asking to be like Diana, yeah, she would get the power and everything, but it would turn her into a beast, right? Or, I thought that was, would be the trade off. Or it was taking from her. I thought it was taking from her because they already. Well, no, what's taking from her is the fact that Trevor, 100%, when she wishes him away, she gets her powers back. Well, see, I you could have gone a bunch of different ways with this. You could have, but that's not what happened. What what, what, what could have been here was if you want to keep this wish, Diana, if you want to keep this wish, you have to give up your sense of justice and fairness. Okay. And fine, fine, fine. You, but that's you, not what happened. You have to give that up. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, but that's not what happened. That's she what immediately happened. gets stronger as soon as she wishes him away. And I was just like, why did you put him in that body then? Like, why would you do that? That, that didn't have to happen then, right? They, they, they didn't have to happen. They didn't have to do that. 
but I was like, why did you do this? And so you're telling me that her powers, she's just going to be just like Diana. So when she asked to be a cheetah, I was like, uh, okay, as long as she's as strong as Diana, got it. She's not as strong as Diana because lightning affects her and not Diana. And I was like, what? What yeah, the now fuck is wrong? Her now. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, what? what is going when, on the here? The first time she's in bed with Steve Trevor again, I looked over at my girlfriend. I was like, but that's not Steve Trevor. Yeah. Like I, I was thought, thinking about that the whole fucking movie. I'm like, how yeah. are they doing this? Yeah. It's not him. It's no. His soul is him, but the body belongs to somebody else who is obviously living a life because they're fucking talking about all this <laughs> shit. Right? Hey, he's a he handsome guy that. too. And he had huh? shit, you know, he was a handsome guy. He had all the stuff. <laughs> I mean, like he's living a good life, you know? He, I, well, I mean, they said, well, it doesn't look like he had any family or anything like that, right? Well, I guess oh, they just makes wrote it, it easier, off. But bullshit. And that, that's writing bullshit because maybe they had gotten to a point where they're like, fuck, we already filmed most of this shit. Yeah. And we're, we're in too deep now. We need to start explaining why this is okay. But why did he even have to do that to they begin with? To it, was it was pointless. It was fucking pointless. It was fucking stupid. I, it would have been much more powerful if they had kept it but not done the power loss thing. If the dilemma yeah. would have been, I, I, honestly, I thought this was what it was going to be. Her having to come to grips with shit. I can't, I can't take the shortcut. I can't cheat somebody else out of their opportunity to live because I want this thing. Well, they like wanted- at the beginning of the movie, they- she, <laughs> she would have cheated somebody else out of winning the race by taking a shortcut, by doing something that was not, Fair. They ne- and they never brought that they back. They never go back to it. They just they had this scene for no reason. It's just, it's just strained. It's strained. Yeah. That for yeah. them to say, well, uh, the shortcut was her making a wish for Trevor to come back. Well, she only wishes it off because she's losing her powers and has to save the world. Yeah. Not because it wasn't fair to the fucking guy that they stole the body from. It was like, why insert that there? And like, okay, let's move away from that because we're just we're going in circles on that because it's very it's one of the most annoying parts of the movie. I get her losing her fuck. This say that never existed. I thought it was a good use of structure to make her weak in this one, so she's not too powerful because she was really powerful in that last one. They could have okay. So if they if they there's two ways it could have gone. Either okay. Steve Trevor's in some other guy's body and she needs to fucking deal with yeah. that shit, or she's losing her powers because she has Steve Trevor back and she has a responsibility to the world. Yeah, you know, not both. <laughs> i agree i agree you needed to pick one yeah but so it, was, yes, it was the power loss was compelling um because it does kind of it it raises the stakes right it's like oh shit now she's vulnerable the problem with that and which is why i would have rather they gone with the steve trevor's and another guy's body route just no sex right none of that shit um the problem with that is we know that she's alive later on yeah so the stakes aren't really there yeah there's no danger. She's losing her powers. It just means it's going to be a little bit harder. She's going to get nicked and bruised along the way, but she's going to make it. Mm. There's no yeah. stakes. It's true. So, so really, uh, of the two, I still would have gone with Steve Trevor and another guy's body, <laughs> but I wouldn't have done the sex scenes. Maybe some kissing scenes. Eh. Well, if they do but, the other but, body, but again, you would have to, to change the whole narrative of the story. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Because you can still have her kicking ass. No, um, but you would have to change the narrative of the story. The story is for her to give him up so she could fight the fight to beat the bad guy. 
No, they could have they could have together beaten the bad guy, and they needed to come up with a way for Steve Trevor to be integral to being the bad guy. They could have gone to the end, and then it's like, okay, happily ever after, right? No, Diana, I need to go. I can't be here. This is not my body. And for her, yeah, to be like, fuck, you're right. All right, you know? all right, all right. You're right, you're right, you're right. You, you wrote that. You wrote and, that. And, and Steve Trevor, he would have been able to see the success because Steve Trevor goes away not knowing whether or not she's actually successful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. So, so you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to give it up. Steve Trevor could have been there to help her or, or play some part. You know, like hey, you know, there's something. I have a connection to this, and there's a reason why. You know that, that it's good that I'm here. It was something. Something. Not I can fly a plane. You know what would be cool is if he was the villain. All right, because he okay, so he gets wished back and then he kind of wants to stay. He could do good in the world with this, and he's still caught up in man's world, right? Because in World War II, he sacrificed to fucking save the world, right? But it just kept going, and there's war. So here he is, here's Wishmaster guy. He could not guy, but like say he could have figured a way. To grab the fucking thing, become wish back, whatever fucking dynamic you want, and she has to fight him. How heartbreaking is that? Everyone can have what they want. We can be together forever, world peace. This is what you want, men doing good. Because in part yeah. one, because in part one, it was men. You know, we don't know what we're doing. We're just trying. You know, and now Trevor has lost his way. And we need, to put, Woman, a pin in the, we need to put a pin in that. You need to write that shit down right now. <laughs> Are there any other stories that do that? I'm no, sure there are. No, well, I mean, thematically, yes. That's that exists. The vi- the hero becomes a villain. That's a thing. They should have used that as a trope. The problem is they wanted to add the cheetah lady. So, and you know what would have worked better if she was a henchman. That would have worked better because that's what she is, really. I, you know what? I was down with the cheetah. I, I was down with that character. Uh, I didn't like the nerdy trope, the nerd to awesome trope. Oh, you mean uh, Michelle they- Pfeiffer? The way that it was presented, Michelle Pfeiffer or fucking Electro or fucking yeah. Uh, yeah. anybody that they've done that with them all that's, kinds of characters. That's right? who I thought she was. I was like, oh, it's Catwoman. Two, two, it been done to death, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you could see it coming from a mile away. I would have rather have just been weak and kind of just maybe you know seeing Diana from afar and and lusting after the or not lusting after that but uh well yeah no, wait, wait, wait. let's go back there let's go back there the fuck she was like let's have lunch you know like i mean like the way she aggressively wanted to have lunch with her i mean like that I betrayed mean, that betrayed that lack of confidence it did you, but like if you lack confidence you wouldn't do that yeah right <laughs> They're just so throwing when she was going all out on it i was like she's I thought, supposed to be confident but i thought she was a lesbian that's what i thought she was lesbian. going for and like, no, no, no. But for, to be friends, I want to be like, just like you. I want to be your friend. And I was just like, wait, where, where, are, we, where are we going with this? Like, how did we get there? Now, how did we get to this? I, I would have liked if she had been working there already for a time. And they've been and just kind they've been, of, and yes. seeing, how, seeing how much everybody's all about Diana. Yes. Her, not new. Not being as mousy as that or as weak as they put her. Yeah. Just, just kind of like not at that level. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like people that. don't notice her. Yes, but not in the way not in the way that they outwardly just go out of their way to walk around her when she's fumbling with shit or like to sneer at her and shit. That was too that was too cliche. That was too that was too much for me. Right away I was just like this is fucking stupid. It was it was it was so much. But but I did like that 
she got what she wanted. She was getting all this confidence and power and attention. I think that yeah. was the strongest part that she was getting this attention that she was craving. Well, no, it's because um, she learned how to walk in high heels. Yeah, I saw somebody shit on that too. That, whatever on that. But my That's thing was, stupid. my thing was, I was on this ride with her. What she would have to, she would start out as a friend, but she would have to oppose her to get to keep what she what she got. I was okay with that. Yeah, I I I, I was I was down with that. I was. Down I thought that. they were gonna twist it to. She took a shortcut and. Uh, you know, because she didn't learn that shortcut, you know, maybe, oh. you know, maybe that's why she's like this. And but, but, but Wonder Woman learned the shortcut. That's why she's where she's at. They didn't make it about those. Two. It's like, what the fuck were you doing? Because like, it almost made it like she was the rival, like the, like in the movie, but then like, she's fighting this other fucking guy and this other guy, it's not even a fight. It's like a, a, a Wonder Woman moment, which I thought was ballsy, but sucked. You know, the fight just, at the end, yeah, it oh, was like, stupid. yeah, I mean, she fights Chitara or whatever, and in a stupid way, too, because they're like, like she's immune to lightning, but the cheetah chick has no powers, I guess. I don't know, whatever. And then they fights Wish Guy, and Wish Guy's just like shooting wind at her. I was, was like, stupid. okay, 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 so Wish Guy, his thing is, and I thought this was a cool concept, he but they didn't explain it it's just that they showed it and then he explains it but it's like you didn't actually give us the logistics of this because okay so far he makes you wish and then he and he asks for something in return because usually the the gem would do that yeah the gem would do that and i'm I'm like what the fuck how did you get come to that conclusion you know like there was no example of it it's just he could do it and then I was like, okay, then if he's okay, so his his payment every time he does this, he gets hurt. And I was like, well, how come? Because the crystal doesn't break. He's the crystal. I think that was what he gave up to become the crystal. Was his all right? Help. Fine. I get a homeless person. I'll give you five hundred bucks to hold my hand and wish for my health to be good. And then he does it. And then he then he now you die. And then like not only did he monkey paw his ass, he still gets his. I mean like. But, yeah, that should have been an easy fix. That should have been loopholes up the ass with that stupid power of his, and like oh, I didn't get his motivation. So he wanted to, he wanted to get oil. Then he wanted to become powerful, and he wanted more. I'm like, was it? Wait, wait, what? It's like you didn't write how we got here, how we wanted more. So there's there's been some argument about when the kid wishes for his greatness, if maybe that. That's accidentally what compelled him yeah you know and, and blinded yeah. him you know it was the wish that was making him act go that far yeah uh this is stupid if I, that I, was the case the, then at the very end he keep going my problem was the story went way too big um to the point where how do you <laughs> how do you reconcile all that shit having happened yeah and no big repercussions as a result. Yeah, so I'm America and Russia just shot missiles at me and they just so happen to disappear and I'm cool with it. No, I'm still shooting the fucking missiles. I'm like, Matt, they were willing to do that shit. Yeah, I, I was and like, okay, fast forward to Batman v Superman. Man is, Man, yeah, Batman Man is Steel. Does, has, he has access to all kinds of archives and shit and the only thing he has is a picture from 1918. 
I know. It's like, wait, did the world almost fucking end? <laughs> like, I mean, shit. Didn't Wishmaster have something to do? I don't know. And, and it was so, and like at the time. Okay, this is how bad this aren't movie they, was. Isn't there going to be a record of some woman dressed in gold armor running around the White House fucking people up? I know. And the gold armor thing, I was fucking livid when they did that. I was, I was like, I was like, why? But fucking, why did you do this? I was like, disappointed. What in what comic book are you like? We need gold armor. I thought, I thought, and was fully expecting for Max Lord to mobilize the military against her, and yeah. her to have to fight the military out in the desert somewhere that with that gold armor by herself, that getting into a situation bad. where she's like Asteria. And then finding the will to push through it or something. Not Steve Trevor saving her. her I want to see like, that movie. Yeah, just coming out and then taking people out, but in a non-lethal way, obviously, right? Or something, yeah. Yeah. You know I, what? And that's like, what oh, I wanted to see. That, I want to see your movie ever. That's a good movie. <laughs> or, I mean, like, or if, or the, the other thing I thought too was if she, she takes over the Russian military, then she could have people fucking up and you don't feel bad about it. You know, okay. So in Wonder Woman 1, you have the scene of um it's sadness right people are escaping children are fucking dying and one of them was like what the fuck is happening why is yeah. this everyone cool with that and chris pine's like we can't save everyone holy fuck and then like it's you know they're in no man's land and no one could go there because we will die that's no man's land and then one woman finally says fuck all of you i'm solving this shit no man's land she fucks everybody up gives everyone the spirit to fucking fight. That was an epic scene. This did not happen. All you of a sudden, what else we had at the time, we had Afghanistan. So yeah. you could have had you could have had troops in Russia moving in on maybe some CIA guys in Afghanistan or some shit or or the military in Afghanistan and her jumping between them again or to something. stop them from killing each other with you the have to gold build armor, it up narratively, you know? Something yeah, with a gold with the, and and Ugh. and it would have fit what happened in the time it would have, uh, you would have been able to keep it small, you know, because the only people that saw each other were fucking military guys. You know, it was confidential shit, you know. You yeah. Shut it down. Not, it got broadcast to the whole fucking planet. Diana talked to everybody on the fucking planet. And everyone's just cool with it. Like, I got a million dollars. You know what? I'm going to wish this shit. Why? What, why would people, I get, I get people wishing. That's one thing. But everyone's just like, you know what? Fuck I don't it. want my I renounce wish. it. Yeah. I was like, how did we get here? There's nothing she could have said that compelled the entire world. And like you would once again, it would have been cool if they just did this thing where Cadmus came out at the very end. That'd be the credits. That would have been cool. There are Um, people out there that are coming. We need to murder them. You know what I thought? Something else I thought too, because I think this was in the late 80s, maybe the early 90s. I thought it was in the 80s. Uh, Hands Across America. Oh, that'd be cool. I thought (laughs) that's what I thought they were going there. I'm like, why with the rope in the 80s why did they yeah. set this in the 80s is what yeah. i'm asking myself they did not have to set it in the fucking 80s they could why? have set it now why did they put this in the 80s but why did they do that i don't know the stranger things nostalgia trip I, but they only used it for like the first 30... 10 minutes of the second opening yeah dude it wasn't that much of an 80s thing even when they got to no it just I did stopped. like the music. I did like the music when she walks into the the dance the party. I don't know why it, it was like I was charged. I was like, all right, some shit's about to go down. Nothing happens. 
Um, I, I, dude, there's literally a hundred. I counted it. A hundred minutes of no action. That's a number that a lot of other people come up with too. A hundred minutes. I, now, it's like, I didn't. I didn't mind it at the time because again, I thought they were going with character. I thought the story. I thought for the sake of where it was put in the timeline of movies, it was going to have to be small, right? And I thought it was going to be character driven, and I thought it was going to deal with this dilemma of. I got what I want, but I'm not going to be able to keep it. You know, I, I thought, thought that cool. too. And it, I thought there was story to be had, but when they got, so they, they go to, uh, they go to that lady's office and then they go to that guy's office and they go to another office. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like <laughs> when, when, why is there dust everywhere? I'm like, I thought this was. I, I guess. I guess they took Detective Comics to the next level. I mean, because they just started discovering. They were discovering shit. I'm like, why the fuck did you have these three scenes back to back to back? And it didn't go anywhere. It wasn't like they developed any characters or anything. There was no banter, no conversation. Ah, oh. ever. What is this movie? It sucked, dude. And like Patty Jenkins gets to write, and it's fucking terrible again I, I still feel like it was worth watching once just so i could shit on it i was excited for this movie i was excited you, i was fucking hyped dude i, I still watch wonder woman to this day it's hyped. in my repertoire i will it's, not watch this movie again i will not There's watch nothing in there for me i said i actually said that but i, I actually will watch it again no i I'll, maybe i'll watch it two years from now but i it, it was pretty bad it was worse than suicide squad and that was pretty bad I haven't more seen action Suicide too. Squad. I haven't seen Birds of Prey. Good. Don't watch Birds now, of Prey, but watch Suicide I've seen, Squad. I've seen oh. Aquaman. I like this movie more than Aquaman. I don't know about that. It's just with Aquaman, I could have turned it off and walked away at any moment. I This one kept me watching, but I think it was for the wrong reasons. Well, yeah, it, it kept you going because you thought they were going to do something here. I thought I was fully expecting That last fucking arc at the end of it, the third act, I was like, "Ugh, this is was, terrible." So bad. So when bad. she got the fucking armor on, and I was like, "But why? Fucking why?" Yeah. And I was like, "Why is this happening? And why is her rope like all of a sudden a thing?" Like because before she, you know what? She did fly in World War One. She breaks the fucking uh, tank in half, and she's up in the air, and the music goes, "Ah!" And I was like, "Yeah, woman power," you know, but. Uh, I thought the gold suit was going to help her fly, maybe, but glide, not fly. She can I fly, thought, though. In the comics, she flies. In the comics, a lot. she flies. All the time. But I didn't think she is supposed to be a contender for Superman. Yes. Like, I get like, it. I get it. She, she could fight, but this character cannot fight Superman. Now, here's my problem with the movie. I mean, you, now we're getting into like nitpicking, right? Uh, I, I, think, I think we're pretty much in agreement. They fucked up the theme. Um, they didn't know what they were doing. It, it literally was like doing. a bunch of ideas strung together and thrown at the fucking I thing. Because I could still go with, you know, goofy action and stupid shit happening, right? But there was uh, not enough. But but, but I think they fucking ruined the theme by not picking whether... And not, not executing the Trevor in another body uh, uh, dilemma or her losing her powers dilemma. Um, they needed to pick one. Um... But but yeah, okay, we're gonna nitpick. I did not like that her rope could be used to 
do everything. Catch the bit of air over there and then pull herself. That was stupid. That was stupid. She caught um, a bullet and threw it. On low power. She's losing her powers, but she still has the sight and speed of Superman. She's losing her powers, but she can still... Oh, I've only done it with a coffee cup, but now I'm going to do it the whole fucking plane? Yeah. How did she become more powerful as she's losing her powers? It took her 50 years. She said, I did this 50 years ago. That's what she said. She said that. I, I tried it about 50 years ago. With a coffee I, cup? I, I missed, with I the coffee missed cup. that. And I was just like, 50 years? I mean, okay. I think in but my head, is- I was just like, are they seriously going to do the visible jet? Yeah. Uh, oh, you I, know what? When they got in the jet, I knew they were going to do a visible jet. Now, I did like the logic behind it. You know, my yes. father found a way to hide the island. So maybe I, because she is, you know, her father's daughter or whatever. You know, it was, it was better done in the cartoon. It was, yes. she found it. And she, I fucking love this thing. Because she doesn't need, she doesn't need it. They said, you can fly, but hey, a girl needs a ride. You know, I thought that, I mean, it was such a throwaway line. Like, I mean, like. You can fly, Diana. What do you need a plane? And then, because she did have a plane in the comics and then yeah. in the old, old cartoons, and she could fly too. So it didn't make sense. So when she steals his fucking plane, she's like, I kind of like this thing. It was cool. It was like, she was like really, you know, yeah. flexing. Like, Spider, like Wonder Woman has done well in that first movie and in the cartoons. And then they fucked this movie up so bad. It's like you didn't understand what you were doing. So this is a sequel to a superhero movie. Name a sequel to a superhero movie where 100 minutes, there's nothing. No action. It's a superhero movie. Let's have a Western with no shooting. For How long is it going to take for Bruce Wayne to come back in Dark Knight Rises? I know, right? So Dark Knight, you don't see... That's another gripe, too. Wonder Woman doesn't show up that much. You really don't see her do much. And and Batman only comes out like twice, I think. Oh. Or three times. But there's action happening. Yeah, I kept thinking about uh, Dark Knight is a you good know, I one. I wasn't missing. I, I I really wasn't missing it that much because I really thought they were digging into this question. I was, I was really interested in Diana getting back Steve, but dealing with not getting to keep him. All I saw was redundant scenes. Like and, why are we that's here? All that why ended we're up here? happening. That's all, that's all we got. And I was, it was more like. Like waiting for it and waiting for it. Like like uh when are we gonna get to the fireworks factory for you know <laughs> and, I, and I didn't understand the villain's motivations and he's pivotal to the fucking story and they just linked him to his kid and it was like there was nothing there. You didn't link him to it like you, I mean fuck you did not do much with this kid. See, and I thought I thought he was gonna wish for his Him. business to become powerful, and I thought he was gonna try to find a way to hide that stone. Um now, him wishing to become the stone was a way to hide it, I guess. No, it was about, I don't even know what they were doing, but it would have been I, cool. I don't know I thought, why he decided to wish to become the stone. Though. It would have been cool if he got powerful. This is a trope. He got powerful and he had a fucking protect, cheetah's story. Yeah. And she's, he's trying to protect it. I'm and he's making people, it. paying people to wish for shit. So they get fucked up in some weird way. And that's how he protects his shit. And she's helping him do this. And I thought that was pretty cool, but they didn't do that. Diana would have told him, hey, man, it's a shortcut. It's a cheat, you know? Yeah. And you can't can't keep it. 
Yeah. And that would have brought you back to the beginning. I think Chris Pine would have been a, and he's a good actor too, by the way, in his own rights, he would have been able to pull this off. If he was the villain, that's what would have been it made. They just wanted more actor gravitas. They needed more people, you know, Pedro fucking Pascal, you know, and then you got your fucking t- whatever the fuck her name is, Kristen Wiig. But if Chris Christopher Chris Pine was the villain, it would have been that much more heartbreaking to stop the guy you love and a reason to keep him in there. Maybe well, more than three. Max Lord does become a thing later on. Max Lord comics. is a thing. He is yeah. a thing in the comics. He's the poor man's Lex Luthor. Yes. And she kills him. She breaks his neck and that creates oh. a rift. Yeah, she that creates a rift the in crisis the Trinity. Stories. Yeah. Yeah, it, it like like they're like I can't believe you did this shit. How dare you? You fucking you you betrayed and she feels guilty about doing it. And that's this character development. I thought that was pretty cool. But as far that as again, man, that was a I think that was identity crisis, right? Identity crisis, yeah. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't cuz it's just Max, he's like a poor man's Lex Luthor. He just is. Yeah, they didn't have to use him. No, they um, didn't. But he is a famous Wonder Woman villain. A problem that I had too was uh, Pedro Pascal. He's given 110% to this he, role. Uh, Kristen Wiig too. I think he, those those two people are great actors. I, 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 I like Kristen Wiig, even though she was just playing Kristen Wiig for the first part of it. But, but with Pedro Pascal, the problem that I had with him, it wasn't with him. He's playing a lot of scenes against this kid. I'm sorry, kid. You need to go get some acting lessons or something. You are you not mean, compelling. <laughs> Most kid actors suck unless they're being abused. Well, and you can tell that kid had a good life because he's not younger, being abused enough. The younger you go, the younger you go, the harder it is to find an actor that, that'll work, right? Tell that to the Drew kid, Barrymore. The kid didn't have ah, no shit. Well, that's exceptions to the rule. Um, but if you didn't have to lock yourself in on an age, really, they could have gone and looked at a bunch of kids and tried to find a compelling one Why and then like just made the kid that age. They, yeah, any age would have worked. Could have like been 10, could have been 11, 13. could have been 7. Could have been a teenager. You f- could have been a teenager. You find a kid that's going to be able to take this material and connect with somebody yeah. as intense as Pedro Pascal, who could but be an intense even- father... Yeah. Through through less than intense voice acting as the Mandalorian, or who could be an intense father figure as a fucking full on, you know, like I love you, you know, you're gonna be proud of me. He wasn't me. loving to that kid, period, though. Like there was nothing written for him to love that kid. In fact, he was such a dick to that kid. It just there's such a shift. Like, okay, so it's, if he felt guilty, if they wrote scenes for him to feel guilty, he did feel guilty in this one scene when he said some shitty thing, but it wasn't enough. It has to be like some hardcore guilt or something like that because it's like they wrote something, but they didn't earn it. You know, we like his kid and 30 seconds later, he's having to defend himself from his kid. We yeah. didn't get to see them be father and son. Yeah. We didn't really get to witness any of that. Oh. The, yeah. The only scenes we saw were the kid waiting for him in the lobby or this and that. And yeah. the kid's pretty flat. And when is when he, when he does make wishes like I just want you to be with me, then I wish for your greatness. And not feeling it, no. I'm I'm just I'm not there. And Pedro Pascal is like all worried, like shit, what's it gonna take from him? And the kid's just like, <laughs> you know. And but Pedro Pascal is like full on, like fuck, you know, like what the way what he pushes him. I thought that was funny. Here, what the fuck are you doing? Don't waste your one wish on me. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Don't, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, shit, that was. It, well, I was interested in that, but god damn it, that kid's acting took me out of it. it reminded me I was watching a movie with a kid acting. That whole fucking movie took me out of it. And then what did you think of the mid-credit scene? It was so stupid. That's <laughs> like fucking why. So what are you trying to do? You're trying to build a fucking franchise of like Marvel, and then okay, you have your mid-credit uh, scene, and it's fucking wonderful. Who fucking cares? It's like they they layered it. That's Alistair. I get it. Asteria. Asteria. Oh, Alistair's the kid. Whatever. You know what I mean. The names are too yeah. similar. But why? But fucking why? What does it do? What does it accomplish? I was okay with it, but I'm not. I'm not looking forward to an Asteria movie. And the that's not what they're going for. The Stingers in the in in Marvel, which we have to compare it to because that's what they're fucking copying. The Stingers from Marvel usually tie into some other movie or Agreed. another character. They Agreed. build the universe out, not something within your story. Asteria coming back is within your story. Um, but like, what was it? For? It was point. It was fucking pointless. She stopped the fucking thing of wood. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, Why? winking into the fucking camera. Uh, <laughs> Why? Like, fuck, who are you winking I, again, to? I, I would have been. I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I was like, oh hey, it's Linda Carter. But, but that's the problem. I didn't look and say, oh shit, it's Asteria. She's still alive. I said, no, that's Linda Carter. Yeah. That, but that should not... have been a mid-credit scene. That should have been a scene. That's like okay what? for instance, the Hulk, the Hulk and um, <coughs> well, or not Hulk, the original Hulk coming out in a in a fucking thing, or right. or like Tobey Maguire. Hey, I thought kid. it was okay, but the problem that I see is that it locks you into now. You better do something with Hysteria. otherwise it's just a thing hanging out there. Now, now, if you don't go back to that and you don't shoehorn her into the next movie, we're going to be asking, hey, all this other shit's going on. Where's Hysteria? I don't care. It's stupid. It was a stupid scene. It just was. And then there was another scene that was just like that in the beginning of the second intro is, all right, she's doing all this shit. Fucking Ninja Turtles, Secret of Ooze, fucking people up in the mall. And then she's playing with that black girl. And then she throws black girl and then she fucks somebody up and then she does this to the black girl. She goes, she goes like that. And I'm like, what are, what are we shushing about? Every fucking person can see you and hear you. And yeah, she took out those cameras, but she didn't go back and take out the cassettes that recorded whatever. Or the what, eyeballs of the people the- who saw you. <laughs> She should have thrown it. It's like gouging. She should have no. She should have <laughs> took the fucking rope, throw it around their necks, and then tore, and then ah, and then they all just <laughs> and she goes. Shh. And the girl's like, I thought that was my stupid. mommy. I thought that was so stupid. I was like, I was like, it's why? a child. They're not gonna keep it a secret. When I first. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, oh, they're gonna go camp, and they stopped after that. They just now, stopped. Captain America does it in Winter Soldier. He's visiting the museum. He's kind of yeah, he's got yeah. That's on. different. That was fucking a, different. That was, that was cool because he's yeah. Like, and the kid's like because he had a hat. He was hiding. What if, if, if Captain America <laughs> was a full Captain America outfit and he's throwing his fucking shield? He's like, it's look it's at me. Okay. He goes, I'm Captain America. <laughs> and then he goes like this to a kid. Shh. I'm Captain America! <laughs> <laughs> <Extreme>. <laughs> Look! 
You can't see me! <laughs> Through the fucking shield st- of Captain America. Fucking stupid. Because she just goes, Shh. I'm like, I would have been like, bitch, did you just not just fucking throw your tiara rope and all that shit? I mean, you fucked those dudes up. And I was like, all right, all right. That was so stupid. So the guy grabs the kid and throws him over the thing. And I'm like, what's your game plan here, bud? I mean, like, like, what are you, why? <laughs> but why? Well, that was the other thing, too. I mean, if you wanted stakes, you don't give us a bunch of bumbling, stupid asses that don't know what to do and don't have an exit plan, right? Yeah. If they you just walked stakes, out. They should have been, they should have been some, some covert ops looking dudes, you know? Some, they you were know, old, were, middle-aged men. Just some random fucking dudes. Now you could say, uh, okay, well, Max Lord hired these guys and he doesn't have a lot of money to hire the best. So that's why he hired a bunch of jerk cops, right? You could say that. But but again, we're writing the story for Patty Jenkins. Exactly. They could have led us there with writing. Right. You know what's funny? All right, all right. Man, dude, we can't stop shit on this movie. All right. So there's this random Aztec guy. His grandfather's grandfather kept the record of some shit. And I was like, wait, what? Why is this a fucking thing? Like, why is this guy in this movie? There was no reason for this. And every civilization has been destroyed at the right. And I was like, that's our stakes. That's our stakes, people. I didn't need that at all. At all. You didn't the, need it. The, the problem, again, the problem with this is that we know they're going to live. We know they're going to survive. We know the world is going to be okay. That should not, that could not have been the stakes. It should have been, again, uh, I really think they should have driven home this thing about not yeah. getting to keep Steve Trevor. Yeah, dude, that, that should have been, been really the entirety of the story. And then have your classic villain fight. By the way, they should have had a classic villain fight. Here you got Wishmaster, dude. I mean, there's some shit he could do, right? I mean, like, he did it. But, I mean, he's the Wishmaster. It's Pedro fucking guy. I mean, he could... He's he's at, he's in the Mandalorian. You're telling me this guy can't fight? I mean, I'm not saying that he can. There's other people... He's the Viper. Fight. He's the Viper. Yeah, exactly. So, like, why can't there be a fight between him and her with Wishmaster powers. Yeah, he could have ob- gone to like a Kung Fu master and a Taekwondo Yeah, master. it could have been like Wonder Woman working her ass off trying to fuck him up, but he's just too cosmic. Cosmic, because it's a sequel. So you give us like a visual... You give but us visual... The story, the story needed to be smaller, though. The story needed to be way... Why? They were, Why? No, no, I'm saying it didn't need to be worldwide. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, like yeah. no, 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 but, no, no, no. Just this movie. Okay, Wonder Woman was kind of smaller if you think about it. I mean, yeah, the world and all that shit. But really, the only people having this fucking this thing is really Ares right there. And, and you know what I mean? It's not like encompassing the world explosions and shit like that. Right. But it was pretty fucking epic when that motherfucker gun came out. God, I just want to watch Wonder Woman again because that was an epic fight. And then a lot of people shit on that fight. I don't have a problem with it. No, there's nothing wrong with that fight. It's know. epic. When she fucking beats her fucking shit and beats fucking homeboy, I was all about it. Yeah. All I give a shit about is why couldn't it have been an epic fight with Wishmaster? It said we have this badass, shitty Black Panther fight. Yeah, I, I would have thought he would have tried to, yes, become more powerful, but do it in a way where he's... Uh, for the Protecting writing and for the... himself, the character could have been like, you know, I got to keep this shit on the down low. 
I don't want people knowing that I'm the Wishmaster. Yeah, he could have protect. It could have been him protecting the stone to give him all the power of all power. I mean, it could have just been him in his building protecting his power. And it could have been a fight in his building or some shit like that, like a skyscraper, Ghostbuster style. But it didn't. It was some kind of a stupid, it was dumb. contrived plot of particles touching people, touching him. And when they said that, I was just like this. Oh, God. Okay, it's a comic book movie ever. Comic book movie? Okay. We're going to stick with the Steve Trevor no, thing. No, 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 no. When they did that, when they did that, when they said that line, I instantly thought, this is a group of people writing who have never never read a comic book, who have never watched the Marvel movies. Literally, whoever made this movie doesn't watch shit. Doesn't watch shit. To be a good creative, like Dave Filoni is in yeah. his basement Watching, watching shit the, for the 13th time Farscape or some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some miscellaneous fucking sci-fi flick. You know, that's that's who that's who makes good shit. The, John Favreau, as ugly as he fucking is, is probably in his basement watching fucking over and over and over his own episode of Clone Wars when he's playing the leader of Death Watch. That, I mean, that that is who's making the good shit. People who make bad shit are the people who are not making movies live in life, just living in the life. Well, the, and they're not acknowledging that there's value in other people's work. They yeah. think that they know the way and, yeah. that, and that the, that their vision is, uh, is the correct one where, you know, again, just like the, the, the cultural trust with soul, they, they had to acknowledge that they don't know everything. You know, they may think they're doing right, by the people that they're that they're writing about but they're not you yeah. know and and if you acknowledge that then you could bring in other people to point out hey you know what um this might not be the right way to go with this thing i think that's genius dude i mean like to have a consultant on culture as opposed to just a war consultant a military consultant presidential a ninja consult, a fighter consultant you have a cultural consultant, cultural consultant. With, what they should have had is a comic consultant. A comic consultant. I mean, like that. Duh. <laughs> I mean, like shit. Well, don't you think? A comic consultant, but I, I think just fucking a goddamn character consultant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. It just. Yeah. And they were shadows of themselves. Like Chris Pine wasn't Chris Pine. I mean, he wasn't that character in the movie. He wasn't not that guy. He was a shadow. Wonder Woman yeah. was a shadow of herself. You know. Um, and that's it really from the returning cast. Everyone else were just kind of like superficial characters who were just in a movie playing the parts that they have to play. Now, Diana, you could say she changed because of her experiences on earth, right? Yeah. You she was the same that. person for a long time on Themyscira, but because she was around the same culture and the same set of values. Now it's, you know, she's in the world now interacting with people. And so she's changing the same way that Thor changed. But the problem, the problem that, is you know with thor we saw him change throughout 10 years of movie yeah and this one we need to see her change from one movie to the next well she's in other movies so if you think about it you got wonder woman you got batman versus uh superman and then you got right. this but the justice league but thor's progression from shakespearean you know hero no i agree hey, no, no, no 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 don't try to fucking that's good writing that's good writing, writer. but it's also chronological. No, it's you know? also it's... writers recognizing other writers. Yes. And then coming... Like, it wouldn't make sense for Thor Ragnarok to be in Thor 1 
It wouldn't make sense for Thor oh, to Ragnarok to have been two. Like to go from or Thor whatever. To Ragnarok, or whatever. Like, Wait, like, what the or fuck? Avengers like, two. Way too hip now. Yeah, or Thor Ragnarok in Avengers. I mean, like, there's different movies. Right. It just doesn't make sense. Now you have Wonder Woman, you have Justice League, you have all these other movies. Again, I, I think you missed the point that I was gonna make. No, I see what you're saying. It's different times and everything like that, but like you have to extract from what the character is in all these other movies and then try to see where your start off point is. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like go from there because you have a movie that begins it's Genesis. And then you have a movie where she ends. So you have at least the end in the beginning. So you just have right in between, not, not some kind of weird mishmash. Like this character then becomes that, you know, it doesn't make sense. Or this character became this. What? It doesn't make sense. It's just like, an alternate dimension. In fact, the next Wonder Woman should be like her waking up and it's a different movie, you know, like just rewrite <laughs> the whole fucking movie. Oh, I had this weird dream about a wishmaster and it's two intros and me with the Ninja Turtles. I, I and a lot of people think that they should have dumped the first intro. I think they I I like the first intro. That would have tied everything together if they'd have gone with the Steve Trevor route and her changing the wishmaster's mind about you know cheating to get ahead. Um, the mall scene is the one that I was just like oh and her like doing random superhero stuff in broad daylight in full costume yeah out on the street uh, I you know I, I was I was gonna let that go I was gonna let then, it go too as camp then Wishmaster came out and then she made a, a plea to the entire world and no one remembers her like you would think that'd be a pretty significant thing. In fact, all human history would kind of surround her. It's like the movie wants us to not take it seriously sometimes, and then take it seriously some other times. And I'm like, it's basically we wrote a shit movie, <clears throat> but they'll take it too seriously, but only take us seriously when we tell you to. Right. That's bad writing. It just is. Yeah. Pick a lane. All right, let's go. Let's bring this. Let's bring this to a close. Rewatchability <laughs> zero. Uh, no, I said I, I'll probably no, I'll probably watch it again sometime way in the future to remind myself. Because I, I did enjoy it as I was watching it, but I was I, I kept getting taken out of uh, three. I give it a one. I'll watch it again, but that's about it. All right, story, plot, four. I give it a one. Because there was, was elements of there was, was there was atrocious. It was there atrocious. was starts there was starts of good things, Mm-mm. and but they didn't exec, they didn't finish it. It wasn't even a, a, like an execution thing. It was just like a hey, oh we're going this way and fuck it. <laughs> hey, I like Gal Gadot. She's cool. All because you have her doesn't make it good. Yeah, I thought her same thing with story. Because you have story elements, you don't go anywhere. It doesn't make it good at all. It's no, no, no. It, yeah, well, I don't think it's no. It's a negative. Yeah. It's a negative for me. If you if you if you introduce something and don't oh, if I finish, go sub five, if I go sub five, it's a negative. When I go below five, that means it's it's a negative. I hear you. I gave it a one. All right. All right. Score the music. It had 80s music. Uh, I actually own a lot of the 80s music in there. I give it a six. Six? All right. I give it a five. I give it a six. Uh Hans Zimmer stuff in there was good. Uh, at the beginning 
Yeah, that cool. intro in the beginning. And, oh, you know what? No, I give it a bigger number because they they played. It's why did they do this? Batman versus Superman. You know the scene where the music kind of ramping down, and it's like. Um, it's like, I guess, Bruce Wayne coming to a conclusion or something like that, or Batman coming to a conclusion. And there's like this, this downbeat. They actually play it in the int- in the beginning of Batman vs. Superman as they're walking. It's this, it's, it's, it's a song. You should check it out. But okay. it's, that, it's that song in that is in Wonder Woman. Oh, I'll check it At out. At the very end, when she's trying to get Pedro, she's doing the lasso of truth on him. They're playing that song. The beginning of Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it's great. I Uh, heard that. I looked at I looked at my kid. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I like. Okay, so I like that they used her theme. Yeah, kinda. Kinda. That was the problem. It was like they teased us by starting it and then immediately walking away from it. In fact, I was like, "Play her theme at all?" They didn't play her theme at all. They did. It. They just kinda. Like the first three. When the girl. And then the little girl was. They deviated. Yeah, when the little girl was doing her thing. When, well, when she when she starts running at the at the tanks, they play her song. Yeah, but then no, but, that was like a, a, again, a, a remix. Yes, and 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 there could be an argument out there because I I when I watch Batman v Superman, she drops down and her music starts playing. Every single time, I get chills. Yeah, it's every good. single and then, time in the movie. It's good in her own movie. It's good. In the first one, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, the other times it hasn't been as good. Um, but the, the the thing is, I mean, somebody could say, "Well, the first time you heard it, that's because it was the first time you heard it." And it been, no, I've watched it again since then. I I recently still, watched Batman versus still Superman. Hits. It's it still hits, good. She shows yes. up. Yes, and, she, and her fighting is fucking awesome. Here they started playing, and I was like, "Cool!" Now, and then the music goes away, and then the action gets stupid. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like they knew what they made—a shit product. They fucking did. And then it's funny too because, like, if you watch the Google reviews and Rotten Tomatoes, they had a high score, and now it's not certified fresh. It went below that. Yeah, Even the that. fucking woke Justice Warriors are saying it's bad, and that's fucking hilarious. I would still say that it's worth watching. Oh, because. Because fuck, you know the the whole thing of lacking consent of the body that Steve Trevor walked into, you know, and oh, the whole well, thing of Gal Gadot not considering that. No, there's shit not it too. They've been getting yeah, shit that's what I'm for, yeah. but no, 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 because the woke crowd has been talking shit about good stuff, and everyone else is like the audience score is way higher, and they're and everyone's seeing through their bullshit. So now they're kind of like, uh, maybe we should start reviewing these things like they should. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like maybe we should like say Dave Chappelle's good. Maybe yeah. we should say D- Bill Burr is good. You know, maybe yeah, we should. Nobody was listening to them anymore. Yeah, why would I? Like, you just shit on everything. Yeah, you just know you shit on good stuff just because of your fake virtual signaling. Because it's like you, you like these men who say, "Oh yeah, you should respect a woman." I guarantee you, behind closed doors, like a, they're beating on their women. It was like that Sarkeesian was it blogger or whatever that lady on mandalorian for the chest armor oh why that oh so now they have to have boob armor why do we have to sexualize their boob armor who had boob armor oh the mandalorian chicks they had boob yeah. armor oh i guess i mean barely barely i didn't even notice it until you said it watch it again and you're just like oh. that argument is fucking stupid 
Yeah, you know, have boobs. Yeah, you know what feminists do that they go too hard and they and it gets to a point where it's like kind of like they're more perverted than you. <laughs> like you would yeah think- it was like well i wasn't even seeing that okay yeah like i wasn't even thinking that like they go they go to a, a thing where they're like oh that obviously means dick and you're like but that's that's why you're wrong kevin you weren't even thinking about it because it's so ingrained in our society to yeah. not even consider this yeah basically unfair to the opera like i didn't even think about that until he said that i'm like i guess it is boob armor <laughs> all right how about engagement again it was engaging for the wrong fucking reasons because i was into it but i was like i was into it from the point of a person taking apart a story i wasn't in the i wasn't in the movie that's not engaged that means you're you're disengaged from the movie i was engaged with the writing i was engaged with the ideas behind it i was wondering myself why you're waiting for the next thing what's going on i wasn't engaged with i wasn't in the film you know like i wasn't that's not engagement uh, yeah, but it's the wrong kind of engagement. I would, no, because I would, we've talked about this. I'll give it a in... five, five, because, um, again, I was I was thinking about it. I I I was intrigued at the question of, you know, again, Steve Trevor being in somebody else's body, and you know them not getting to keep that gift because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't it was it was taken from somebody else, but they never went with it. So like. For the first half of the movie, I'm like, oh, this is going to be cool. This is wrong, and they shouldn't be doing this. How are they going to reconcile? Yeah, I mean... They never did. Know this, that you rated this movie lower than Tenet. Good. A 4.2. Okay, what did I give Tenet? Like a 6 or 7? Yeah, it's 6. Good. <laughs> I, I, gave, I gave this movie a 2.6. It's all those 1s. No, you know what? Okay, hey, look. This movie was terrible. It was terrible in many ways because they didn't know what they were doing. They treated this character with disrespect. They thought they could do whatever they wanted. And that was their failing, you know? And now everyone is kind of like, fuck this shit, you know? Like you lost your virtual signaling. You lost that card. And then I, I wanted them to say that this movie was good. And if you didn't like it, you were sexist problem. Most people that are hating on this are women too. So, but I really wanted this movie to signal for all the, all the, all the people who use this as a crutch. They'll say, you don't like it because there's diversity. I, I think those arguments are starting to go out the window because so, especially the I one, finally oh, hate Star Wars strong, 8. Oh, because it's a strong female character. No, because there's people that loved the first Wonder Woman movie <laughs> yeah. that are shitting on the second one. It's not because of female, a strong female character. You know, and that argument's been ripped to shreds already. It's yeah, how was the character written? What was the story? What was the narrative? Was it compelling? What was the theme? Were we shitting on guys just to shit on guys? Or were we really highlighting real inequities that 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 uh, that are experienced? Yeah. Um, it's it's like, can I finally hate Star Wars Eight? Can I hate Star Trek Discovery? Can I hate Picard? I mean, they did that with Star Trek. They were like. You, you don't like Star Trek because you're racist. And I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you watch Star Trek, it's very diverse. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I don't see any KKK members like, oh, man, I love Star Trek. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Yeah. So 4.2 and 2.6, 2.7. That's pretty low. That's the lowest rated movie we've seen this year. 
I've saw some I was, wa- I was immediately disappointed at the end of it, but I was glad that I watched it. I wanted to see it so bad, and then when immediately when it was over, I was like, I fucking hate whoever made I, this movie. And I didn't made hate it. I didn't hate it. I, I still don't think 4.2 I says otherwise. It. I think, well, that's not hate. You know, hate strong. 4. Again, 2. I still think people should watch it, but but <laughs> if not to draw out this idea of you know having a having a great theme, you know, because it would have been so different. You the character gets what they want, but they're not going to get to keep it. You know, and somebody as sympathetic as Wonder Woman, you want her to get to keep this thing, but yeah, but she can't. You know, and you know that she can't. And at the end, she does this. She does the right thing, and not because it's like the world on one hand and Steve Trevor on the other. No, somebody you don't even how heroic would that be? How virtuous would that be? Somebody you don't even know on the one hand and the love of your life on the other, and you still make the decision to benefit the person you don't even know because you're a hero. And you have a sense of justice and fairness, and you know that it would be wrong to take this from somebody, even though you don't know who they are. I think they that would have been much more powerful. For that to happen, you would have to do more writing for Trevor to make him more likable. Because no, 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 no. Wonder Woman if... carries it. Wonder Woman carries it because th- there were some lines that really, that really hit with me. She's like, you know, finally I have this thing, and that, um, and I've. She said something to the effect of, you know, like I've never asked for anything. You know, like this one thing, the only thing that I've ever asked for, the only thing that I've ever wanted, and I have it now, you know, that would have been so much stronger because it is easier to let go of that if the fate of the world is at stake, but See, not, the problem... if the fate, not if the fate of your own soul, your own sense of right and wrong is at the, stake. The, the problem with that narrative of I need, I want something more than the world she has to have a shitty life for us to resonate with that. So far, she's rich. She's beautiful. She's kicking ass, taking names. She's everything. But she just wants this one thing. No, that's, no, no. That story does not play out. We know, we know oh. good people in our lives that deserve good things and don't get them. Wonder Woman, at the end of the first movie, is a good person who's doing good things. And we wish we could be like her. Put aside the powers and the and the and the tension and the beauty and all that other superficial shit. She's still somebody that we see as having it all, but still feels empty because of what she lost. You know that lens doesn't in work in war. In war, that, does, that doesn't work because she has to uh, for thematically for that to work. It has to be she's a drunk or her life is terrible because like that that only plays out in those so, themes so you didn't feel bad for her at the end of the first wonder woman movie when steve trevor dies not really i mean it sucks that it happens but it works and it works and you're okay with it it's not like i heard yeah, like, i think that would have didn't... been enough but i i think with the, the scenes that she has with steve especially at the end where she has to let him go I was feeling it. No, they, they treated her too godly. Like they didn't want to trash the character. They if they really wanted to really write a character, treat her like a human being. Humans don't react to bad things well. Humans go bad when bad things happen. They don't go good. And, and that's then they're like, what, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see the conflict within her. 
the possibility of making a bad choice of keeping Steve Trevor, you know, by not renouncing her wish. And in being that, tempted ca- to, in to that make case, that choice. it would have to be something bad and over time. I'm telling you, nothing beats time. Nothing beats a person in time. Like, okay, the best, the best way you could use that thematically, and they've done it, is Last of Us. You got this great guy, great dad, loses his kid, goes through hell for 20 fucking years. You can see it. It's like he goes from like brown to white hair. And uh, and then he gets this chance to fucking get with this chick and hates her, begrudgingly then falls in love with her in the in the you know father-daughter sense and gets the second chance and has the fate of the world and this girl. And of course he chooses the girl. And that's more human than than saying I'm just good. And she's a god, right? So she can make that choice. But to demonstrate that 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 to, to for us to resonate with that character, you have to give her a starting point of sorrow. So it they should have they should have did this. They didn't have the balls to do it. It's just have Gal Gadot have not have a good life. She, her life sucks. And then everything works together, with, but you can't have that because you created I, this virtuous feminist yeah, woman. I would have liked because uh, in uh, was it Justice League? I think she talks about walking away from yeah, the world. They could have got they could have got deeper with this. They could have got could've deeper been, with it. It could have been her just like not giving a shit about what's going on. Yeah, ever coming back to teach her, hey, the world is still worth fighting for. She yeah. never learned the lesson in the first movie. It doesn't make sense that she's just all about saving the world and shit like that. It just doesn't. She, it's such a big leap for her to get there because she just lost the love of her life. Apparently, if you're going to tell me that's the love of her life, we're going to go this direction. If I lost the love of my life, I'm not a happy camper and she's immortal. So it's even worse. I mean, Logan yeah. gets it done. I mean, Logan gets it done. I mean, his life sucks. He lost his people. Yeah, they shouldn't have had like, her do super superhero shit at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, no. that would have been better. Her, she would have been being, sad and like maybe guilty. Sat through maybe, World War Two. No, fuck you guys. You didn't learn yes! the first time. You're fucked. Fuck you guys. Yes, and then it's, it's just like the whole movie is her just like feeling kind of gu- like guilty that she could have saved somebody, but fuck them, you know. And she's getting drunk, and then like. Then no, Trevor she doesn't need to get drunk. She's isolated. Just the sense of isolation and just apathy. Maybe not yes. even apathy, just like not wanting to, 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 to intervene. I guess to relate to characters, I think that some <laughs> substance abuse is the way to go. Because it's it's more it's more real. Because people don't eh, you don't gotta go in some there. way think, in some I think way. More, I think more real. I think isolation is more real or or Look at those lost souls, you know. The, Isolation, the but you need something to fill that void, and that's what they do. They use substances, food. Maybe it shoots fat. That would be that would have been dope. Something, no, but something. Not just like isolating. It has to be something that is bad for her that's filling her void. I know it's bad not helping people, but like something selfish, selfish for her. Like okay, she keeps buying shit. I don't know. Maybe 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 she's buying a bunch of shit and living a lavish lifestyle, but watching people just, her fellow man just get fucked over, you know? I don't know, something, I don't know. I, I think that it's easier to to force drugs or booze, but like just her not giving a shit about, yeah, you're right, that would work. Her not giving a shit, but I don't know, just really put her through the ringer. 
And then when you put, when you introduce Jeff, Trevor, he's like, what the fuck happened to you? This is not the person I love. And in fact, it would have been more powerful if he did not love her afterwards. I don't like this person that you are. Ooh. That would the beginning, powerful. it's the honeymoon. It's the honeymoon part because they're back together again. Yeah. And then the longer he's there, the more he's like, hey, this shit's going on. You're not going to do something about it? This isn't you. You know? Yeah. And then like him be like, hey, wish me out of here. This isn't you. I don't like you. I don't want to be alive in this world without. And then without you can my... go back to the themes that they talked about at the beginning of uh, at Wonder Woman because the, the big thing in Wonder Woman was uh, Steve Trevor was a bit more of a realist in terms of hey there's good and bad people yeah you know there's good and bad people uh shit happens you know wonder woman was like no all men are good they're all good they're just corrupt she was naive she was naive and so she could have taken on what he left her with was this 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 other view because i i did like her naive view yeah, no, like it. it made sense, right? It was yeah. like, no, 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 it's Aries. You're not bad. You're not bad. And then the guy goes, I don't know what we are. I'm right. just here. But don't give up on us. Yes. You know, that's what he says to her. I, I watch Wonder Woman a lot. So I remember a yeah. lot of the things that he says. And I thought that was great. A great line. Oh, well, we're we rewriting shit that didn't happen. That's where we're at. We, I mean, fuck. I, I don't know what the fuck they did. They, they got drunk off their own Kool-Aid. They didn't respect the character at all. They they did the thing where they say, oh, well, yeah, I totally respect the material. No, you didn't. No, you fucking didn't. They respected the material by bringing back the visible jet and having her fly. That's not respect. They the respected material. the material that's by just, fucking just... adding tropes, not diving deep into the character. I think they could I mean, there's a them. reason why Wonder Woman's around 50, 60 years, 70 years later. You know what I mean? I mean, damn. Yeah, I think I think they've I think they set themselves up with a couple of good things. I think with some more time, and I think with more pushback, because Warner Brothers was saying, "Hey, these two openings is a bit much, don't you think?" She came up and said, "No, I don't think so." And they were like, "Okay." Well, even if if he that's took how out much one control of- she had, that's how much control she. Had. That's how much they gave her. So that and gives it, you a lens on how much of the writing she did. I mean, shit. Well, and, how, and, and it's this whole backlash about, like, people are afraid to oppose, you know, uh, for some PC or woke thing, you know. They don't want to be perceived as an oppressor. So they don't push back as hard as say they did on George Lucas back when he was doing Star Wars. And that's, it sucks too, because on George Lucas, they should have oppressed him <laughs> in the first three movies because it would have been a better movie because he has ideas. He no. just needed a little Dave Filoni or someone to push back on him. No, you know? he was the Dave Filoni back then. Cause he's the guy. Oh, okay. 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 John Favreau. He needed a John Favreau. And he those... had that. He had that. It was Irving Kirshner in Empire Strikes yeah. Back. But then, wow. then he doesn't come back for Empire Strikes Back, and George Lucas takes more control in the Jedi, uh, Return of the Jedi. I think but, the whole yeah, first the, forty-five for the, for minutes, the episode is... one, two, and three. I think. Yeah. yeah. Hey, did did we talk about this? The whole, Je- uh, like I watched this thing. I don't know where, but so I I don't think we did talk about this. 
So Luke Skywalker, Return of the Jedi, right? Um, sees his dad went through this experience and he goes, you know, let me look upon you with my own face, you know, but you'll with die. With my own eyes. He goes, but you'll die. And he goes, just, you know, let's do this. And yeah. then he does it and he seizes, sees his son and then dies, taking off his helmet and then sees his dad die. You know, that's a big deal, right? Then fast forward, you know, Luke Skywalker in his brain, he sees another father-son couple and he sees the Mandalorian take off his mask and uh, and then he sees this. And so everyone doesn't really grasp this concept, yeah. but Luke with the force, his own dad, he's fucking going through some shit. And he's just like, oh my God, you know, like, I mean, I thought that was cool. Uh, I obviously the acting couldn't come through, right? I, no. I think they, I, John Favreau said, you know, we couldn't bring too many people in on this project specifically yeah, the, because yeah. you know, we we're trying to keep the big around. reveal. Uh, does Luke does Luke acknowledge the connection between Mandalorian and and uh, and Grogu? I no. thought he did. I want to say he did. I, oh, I see you have a strong connection to him or whatever. Something he like wants that. your permission. Okay. He says that. But Maybe, I mean... It's because it would have been cool to have like a little subtextual like a... Like father like a, son. Like a look from Luke. Like acknowledging... Like it a tear? That would have been tight if like... Not like, a tear, but another way for well, him to show that he's think about it. Back. He sees his dad die. And he takes off his mask to see his son, you know, before he dies. Like, he doesn't have to die necessarily. I mean, he dies yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah, just yeah. look at him. He goes, hey, you already saved me, man. Just let me look at you. Which, you know, and then they're there in the moment. And they fucking take off his mask and then he sees him. And I thought that was pretty tight. And then he sees the fucking same fucking thing. And he takes off his fucking mask. He's got the force, by the way. So he probably knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah, as, as it's. Yeah, he yep. could feel this shit, you know? And he took off his fucking mask to say goodbye to his son. That had to have been deep. That had to oh, dug good. deep. And oh, Jedi, good. they feel emotions too. Deep. It happened in front of Luke Skywalker. That's not in an accident. Front? That's not an accident. Exactly, right? Right? Fucking right? It's not an accident. Uh, I, we talked about the Mandalorian already, huh? Mm. About the... We did? Yes, but what? I I just didn't bring no, that I don't up. No, man, I just, I didn't want to rehash it, but goddamn it. No, I didn't want to rehash it, but it's, I heard that tidbit on a podcast with Kevin Smith, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's good. It blew me away. Good All take. right, well, I mean, end of the year. I was gonna, you know, what I wanted to do was uh, rehash like events, but fuck it, who cares? Twenty twenty. We do that too. We do that next week. Yeah. It'll be the next because then it'll officially be over. (laughs) A lot can happen in the next two days, man. That's true. That's true. I got some videos queued up, you know, not now, but I mean, I could queue some like big explosions and shit. So, well, I mean, happy new year, ever. Happy new year to you, man. To you, you know, drinking some expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. You know, 2020 has been a rough year, a lot of bad things. That's all. And then, you know, then you got a new president. <laughs> and it's funny because our podcast was very influenced by by political yeah. things. And it's funny because in this podcast, we really got nerdy. And I thought I thought we were more nerds than political dudes. 
but it seems to be we're just in we're in shit. We're in it. Fuck. It'll be fun. So, it'll be fun to go back to that. Just that. Just, <laughs> I just feel like nerds, po- or I feel yeah, going back to just nerds and because that's what politi- we are. The, and the politics will be more like well, I think it should be fifteen percent the tax rate. Oh, I think it should be sixteen and a half. Well, yeah. that's where we're gonna be. That's normal. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think that because for the last three podcasts, we just talked about nerd shit. So, I mean, like, it made sense that we're nerds. It just so happens there was nothing. It was fucking nothing. Obviously, from our top 10. Oh, there's, you know what? A, I have... there's a lot out there, but. No. No, there isn't. Because there's a lot of shit. I was like, I don't care. Okay, check it out. So, Mandalorian season two, why I rated that higher. And there's a lot of anime that came out that is, you know, by far good and shit and whatever. Is because season two, when I rate things by seasons, I rate them on their own, not without the extra shit. So season two on its own works. If you didn't watch season one, you can watch season two and have pretty good shit, you know, if not more fun. I think I, I, I me personally, because season two on its own is good. Yeah. Now there's a lot of anime out there that came out like uh, Attack of Titan and all that. But you kind of need to watch the other shit for it to work. So it doesn't work on its own. There was Ray Zero, my favorite anime of this year. But it only works because I watched the other shit. So Mandalorian on its own is good. So for all you fucks out there, like, oh, there's all this anime that came out and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Bitch, that didn't matter because there was nothing out. It doesn't work on its own. You have to watch the other shit. Like a new anime or something. Yeah, you got you got to watch all the other shit first to make it work, and that's why Mandalorian Two is on my list because it's just that good. You could watch it on its own. It really is that good. Something if else you, that something else. I mean, if it had been new, I would have put it on here. Uh, the 4K release of Ghost in the Shell. Um, they took out the CG shit that they put in in the early 2000s or whatever, and it's it's the cinematic. It's the it's what they put out in theaters, but you know. 4K and HDR. Ghost in a Shell 1. It looks good for its time. However, they have this show called Ghost Alone. Go, ah, Ghost in a Shell Standalone Complex. But the two seasons make Ghost in a Shell. Throw that away. <laughs> All the ideas in Ghost in a Shell, the movie, is revamped in the show, but done way better like it all your themes what is a soul what is humanity can a robot be human things like that you know like these little spider crab robots you know they they, they, they kind of pepper them in and they sh- they sacrifice themselves and that is what it is to be human that kind of bullshit it just does it better goes to show the movie is good if you don't watch all this other shit well i mean i wanted to highlight it because it was uh it looked awesome. It sounded 4K, awesome. Yeah. It's went, a, go- a bygone error. They went back. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those landmarks. No, the music uh, is... it started some of those questions, too. No, it's above par. The music is... Up- Yoko Kano, she's the beautiful master of all music anime. She's the Hans Zimmer of anime. She makes this music, old-ass Japanese. The anime itself is of a bygone era where they draw it. You know, there's some CG, I want, but I want some Macross Plus, dude. I want that to give. Oh yeah. HD Which guys. one? The okay. Now the movie is one thing, but the show is the movie, but with more episodes, more more scenes. Both of them put together. 
you might as well just say the show because it's it's four episodes i think but it's more of a it's more and it were it just fucking work the movie works if you want oh, a brief yeah synopsis. No, i don't like yeah the movie moves some shit around no the show the show, the show yeah yeah the show that would be beautiful to watch in 4k the music yeah. yoko kano once again she fucking destroys everything she she makes the music for macros plus it's really good macros plus and ghost of shell are really good in my my legacy anime but there's so much better shit now oh yeah for that, that recap but but of that time that the way they drew things like akira oh i bought that in 4k um i don't like the voice acting because i like the voice acting from back in the day i watched the japanese one the sound mixing in the japanese one way better dude of course of course it is but that american voice i want them to talk because it works better but like the, the new voice actors I hate. It's Trigun. No, I know. But that's not the voice actors that were in the beginning. Yeah, those are the ones that I grew up with. I, I did yeah. watch I did watch maybe half of it. Fuck. I watched the whole thing in Japanese. Then I watched about the middle half of it in the, the old 2.0 English dub. And I was like, damn, this is what they sounded like back when I first watched it on fucking sci-fi. They get it. They get it better. I think the the ones who 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 spoke the English in the first the first iteration of the dub, they understand the characters better. And then the newer ones felt like we know this shit better than they do. The translation. I've heard both versions. The translation is better. And there are some voices that I'm glad that they changed, but. Yeah, Canada's voice, the original one is better. Of course it is. And, like, let's be real. He's trying to be Vegeta. I mean, seriously, they made that character to be Vegeta. I mean, like, not Vegeta, Vegeta, but, like, a lot of things that he does, I was like, this is Vegeta, but whatever. That's such a good... You know what? If you ever read the manga, I think that the movie does it better, and I think if they did a movie, I hope... They just keep it to one movie again. I, I think I, I think they have, I have an original print of the manga. Oh, the manga? I, I think it's book number six. And I bought it fuck. Back in the man- seven. The manga picture it's a pic it's got Kennedy on the front, like writing at the at the viewer. That's so fucking tight when he gets on that motorcycle. I play that song so loud when they're playing Neo Tokyo when they're driving up. Well, the mix in Japanese is way better than the English one. It's just mm. ah fuck it. Akira is so good, and it's like it has a lot of good themes, and it makes sense, right? Weak kid gets power, fucks it all up, right? I mean, duh, right? Yeah, and like, why why is it always they become good guys? Yeah, you know? no, another guy bad gets the same power because of bad guy. Yeah, no, yeah. he's just a power. He's the most powerful fucking thing, and that's it. There's no balance. You ever seen Chronicle? Uh no, but yeah, that's the idea there too. That's uh, a cure right there. There's another one, Blackburn or some shit like that, where kids got powers and no, away. that's different. That's no, no, okay. no, that's just stupid. No, but Akira and Chronicle, they share. That's that's what they were doing. You know what the 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 manga though is more of a, it's more realistic because it's more perverse. Like I mean, yeah, we it's kid, we did, yeah, yeah, well, we kid didn't get pussy. You, what's he gonna do? rape i mean that's that's why i don't like the comic it's like a lot of like of course he would do that because when you watch the movie of course he would do that but in the comic because they have more time 
they fill it up with a lot of scenes of him doing some things and i'm like i don't like yeah i think he becomes like a drug lord right yeah i I don't like when i with drugs and rape exist in my reality i don't need that you know what i mean like yeah no and and and, well a bit ago you said you did but okay I like murder, not well. When Wonder Woman does drugs, I'm cool with that. But now she's blowing a dude. I'm not. No, like but that. the but Akira Akira takes you know the main the main part mm. of the story mm-hmm. and and squishes it down. It makes it better. It just makes it better. It squishes all the themes and puts it together. A lot of people bitch and moan, and these are stupid nerds who don't get laid. They're like. Oh, I wish they had the comic and blah, blah, blah. they had these characters, these added characters, the superfluous. All you need is the story you have in Akira the movie and it works. Yeah. It, all the fucking themes you want. Kid gets powers and abuses himself. All the parts that hit the hardest. Yeah. 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 I don't need to see him rape a kid. I don't need him to see him fucking you do drugs. He does do drugs in the movie though. Yeah. He does. He takes pills. He kills the dude. And he goes, these are fucking great. <laughs> That does happen. He's well, in the he's scene. doing that, but it's justified because it's of his pain, you know, and he's that too. You know, and he's and he goes, I can see why you guys do this. Right. Ah, that's a good movie. I'm oh, man, I feel like watching Akira. Well, anyways, hey, happy new year. Podcast for we. You can find us on the Spotify, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, all of that, wherever you like shit. We're gonna get clips one day. I don't know. <laughs> and that and that's where we're at right now oh shit oh shit me uh stop recording as always be the better person than you were yesterday or last year and happy new year